The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Anyway, I love life and I love everybody right now. Uh, How you doing? Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. uh, The Kimmer Show podcast for crying out loud with Pete Davis. You guys have hats with Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And now, what what, is that a brace? The WGST hat, remember? Oh, it's our old radio station (laughs) hat. And and, uh, sports raconteur. Now, the latest holy crap at sports, I think you did. I talked to you yesterday. Yesterday. Yes. And by God, I got. I have a river view doing it right now. You're in a, a temporary uh, uh, residence because you got flooded out and you're actually still looking for a place to live, which is pretty yeah. cool. Uh, and again, if you want some help or cleaning or moving or whatever, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not, it's not, all you do is go to the stable and then, uh, you know, softcore porn. So that's pretty much, <laughs> sorry. Well, I th- in fact, I think it's my weekend uh, editing uh, girlkiss.com, but I, that could, I, I got to check. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Well, are we going to race that far? Uh, with Flounder, the mechanical mangler uh, here at El Condo Flounder and p- the podcast, Lucas up in the window and happy to be here. Now you got a hat on too. What the hell? You both, you both, you both have watch hats on. I actually got this one. When we were at News Radio, and Pete has one too. I think. <laughs> we both got radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, Jake, Jake. It's, uh, the Jake's pool service, I think. Yeah, Jake's. Yeah. I I'll one. be damned. Well, that's cool. I sleep in that <laughs> one. <I> mean. <laughs> anyway, um, think of Jake. Uh, and it, this, as we speak, it's Thursday, the fifth of January. Oh, I wrote twenty-two on this one. Twenty twenty-three. That's the first time I made a mistake. <gasps> Uh, and I've written on all my checks, and I remembered I did them all to 23, but this is on my on my uh, notebook. Yeah. I had to. Anyway. Um, and uh, big... Ne- what's the matter? No, nothing. Oh, you're making fun of me? <laughs> no, I hit the mic. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Lots of newsy things going on today. Uh, new stuff on the Idaho killer case. Wow. He's, oh, man. He's crazy. Uh, he's got to be asking for. I mean, you, you. anyway, we'll talk about that. Also, um, uh, the uh, Speaker of the House business and whether we're actually seeing a, a Democratic uh, republic at work. And uh, all, like, some very, very serious newsy type stuff. Um, we'll talk about, uh, uh, let's see what else we got here. Oh, um, uh, uh, aliens. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're, sorry, oh, yeah. we're going to take a lot more fun on podcast uh, also the latest on uh, jeremy renner update uh also i'm gonna make we have some comments on the uh, buffalo bills player and flounder just sent something pretty just bro- as we as we uh we're driving in here what tell us what the update again, Demar again. hamlin is i guess awake and uh responsive and was, but what did he say i actually i i had oh I, the headline said that he woke up oh uh, did we win yeah he said did we win <laughs> which is a great sign nobody did yeah uh, anyway, so no, uh, we couldn't finish the game because of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the loser. You. <laughs> We're it away here, man. Well, I mean, I guess, award. I guess if, if that's the case, he didn't. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more for to do, but he has yeah. brain function he's and alive. he's yeah, alive, he's alive wow. and, he, and he's functioning. They say his neurological function is fine, which wow. is very unusual. So obviously, he didn't lose that much oxygen to the brain. So well, they when well, they were pumping him throughout that whole time, yeah. that probably made well, a huge difference. I guess once on the field and once in the ambulance, I heard on the way in here. Yeah. So. 
Um, anyway, so that's, that's good news. That's one good thing. Um, so we've got a lot of newsy stuff. Uh, and, and we'll play some uh, comedy sound uh, things just for the fun of it and stuff. We're doing Christmas carol <laughs> jingling here as we go. And a couple of update things. Um, uh, okay, oh, first of all, uh, boys, uh, congratulations. Our uh, affiliation with the Dickey Broadcasting family at 106.3 has come through once again. Our December payroll <gasps> for being affiliated with their podcast park is $234.33, which, by the way, uh, comes damn. out exactly We're moving up in the world. Three. Huh? We're moving up in Every the world. Every month is better. Well, it's a couple bucks better, you yeah. know. And hell, so two thirty-four thirty-three, which comes out to seventy-eight dollars and eleven cents. What? But being the generous person I am, I'm confiscating <laughs> your eleven cents. <laughs> but I. Am well, I think last you, time you gave us more, so you I should... am giving you eighty dollars instead of seventy-eight. So from one, two, three, four twenties for flounder. One, two, three, four twenties for Pete. And oh, there we are. I should take Pete since his. Uh, I'm I'm homeless. And his. His gift card that he got. <laughs> homeless, try literally that trick, homeless. Next, we'll be seen to driving that Porsche in the gas station as it for three dollars to fill it up. <laughs> and kind of remember this. Me out. this <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, the last time I caught a guy and I totally embarrassed him, and, and, and I mean, I really shamed him, you know. And it was obvious that he, you know, I mean, what a crock. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, turns out he was a, a priest and was uh, homeless. Well, no, no, I, geez, I joke. Um, uh, okay, so we got news. We got all kinds of newsy stuff and uh, various things and. And TV, I got to do TV stuff and, and a million things. But first of all, before I forget, the the Mega Millions jackpot is going to be a billion dollars. Yeah, it's going to be a billion. Okay, so I, I, I and I thought about this. Um, if you win, I, you're playing. I see we're going to get get by a couple of tickets, obviously. So if you win, have you, you we have all we have all said to all of our best friends and close friends stuff. If I win, man, I'm going to give you a million bucks. I can't wait to give you a are you a check or bring it in a cashier or whatever. A million bucks. How would well, you do it? Well, if you win a billion. How do you do it though? Cashier's check? Oh, well, no. You get you go to your accountant and say you you either have an account that doesn't cost them the tax liability yeah. or something. I mean, you have to work it out. But but you you know you, they have a you're giving them a million dollars. And I wonder whether you can give them a credit card with a million dollar credit. I doubt. Maybe. Or whether they have to pay tax on on the value of it only when you spend it. See, I don't know. A promissory note. You could be a promise. <laughs> I owe you for a cheeseburger today. I'll give you a hundred. <laughs> but I got to thinking, if you win a billion dollars. If you only give me one million, I think that's pretty skimpy. <laughs> well, you may not win all of it. You may just get a third. Well, the other thing is, remember it. last time we were talking, remember how much they took last time? Well, I looked it up, and actually, if you take the, if it's a billion dollars and you take the payout after taxes, you'll get about 300 million. No. Yes, you will. There's no way. They're going to take 700 million dollars. <laughs> what take, the fuck? They, well, no, 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 wait a minute. First of all, if you take the lump sum, if you take, if you get, win a billion dollars, you have to take a billion dollars over 20 or 30 years. If you take the lump sum, it's a portion of the billion. The lump sum portion of a billion is about 700 million and about 60% of that, depending on your state. In the state of Georgia, I looked it up, the last one they had was if the, if the figure was 800 million, you'd bring home 220, almost 230 million. So if you take it over, tax. if you take it over 20 years, how much? You get it all. But, but, every, every, every that's year. That's what I'm saying. So, like, how much do you get a year? Well, you get one thirtieth of the billion dollars. Uh, but, or one twentieth, whatever, the, how many years it is. I mean, for us, that would kind of suck. No. So, well, so you don't live that when long. we croak, does, does the dependent get it? 
Do you say who gets no. it after that? No. You mean they keep the money? Once you want it, they keep the money. Once yeah. you die, I don't. Well, now wait a minute. Hold Come on a second. On. That may, I, you know, I think <laughs> that's shooting words right there. Well, no, there are there are things now. Now that like that uh, publisher's clearinghouse thing, you you can put a you're a dependent on their on their uh, yeah, annuity. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about the lottery. I, I don't. I, I you know I'm not sure. I don't know whether you can legally put it as part of an. an now maybe if you if you have it going into an inheritance every year. I mean into a, a, a fund. Then clearly whoever wants to draw out of the fund is liable to keep doing it. The money will keep going in there, but again, I you know that's why you have lawyers and accountants. Well, okay, a thirtieth of uh, a billion would be what? You're the math. Guy. Uh, would it be uh, would be one point five trillion. Ten to a billion, hundred million, so it would be three hundred uh, three hundred million. Yeah, or it'd be, it'd be thirty million, million a year. It'd be, it'd be thirty Thir- million. Thirty million a year. Yeah. You could live on that. Yeah. Of course, that's not, and, and then you take tax out of that, so you would be $20 million a year. Oh, And I again, so, after, so you'd still get more than if you took the lump sum after taxes, but again, you'd have to wait 20 or 30 years, whatever the payout. I don't know what it is. I didn't know. Anyway, I just... It almost takes the joy out of it. I'd just like to win a billion dollars and give your best friend one million. See, you cheap son of a... (laughs) Can you imagine? You've got family to take care (laughs) of. But but if you're something like my golfing buddies, uh, Big Dave and Danny McLefty and all these guys, you know, and Wayne, no offense, you know, they're in my list, you know, you guys, you know. And and I think if you want a billion dollars, hey, Danny, here's a million dollars. He's cheap bastard. (laughs) Danny would would say After all the golf, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know what is great at doing that? It's almost as great as the list of people you won't give any money to. <laughs> or when I when they have the news conference <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I would do something like. Plus, what would you wear? Would you wear a suit and tie? Would you wear? Would you wear like a biker outfit? Would you wear cowboy clothes? Would you, you know, a t-shirt and jeans? I got uh, it on. That, but clearly think about. Because well, I'm getting the, the ne- if I won the next suit I would get would be from Savile Row in London. Well, there you are. <laughs> anyway, well, I don't like their they're two boxies like Brooks Brooks uh, Brothers. Like no, I like that uh, uh, Verio Signacchio or whatever his name is, Senia yeah. Valentino like Senia, something like that. I like that look. Anyway, um, that was my wedding suit for Sarah's wedding. Um, um, so anyway, what the hell was I talking? Uh, what you would dress like? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and then and the court asked you questions, and I would first of all, uh, I think I would probably do something stupid as and they're going to, what are you going to do with all the money? And say, well, I don't know. I know I, I just uh, you know if I had if I only had a girlfriend or somebody I could you know help share it with and figure out what we could oh, do, and, you know stuff like that, and then, you know just just for the fun of it, you know. <laughs> and then they'll I say, well, what, uh, you've been married a couple of times. <laughs> what are you going to do with your you know? I don't. Well, the, the first wife would get some money, right? Oh, she'd get it all. I mean, my, my family, my, my kids, my, I tell my kids, okay, you're now retired and you're, you know, and you can you know, set up a, some kind of a charity foundation well, thing and run it if you, you want to or whatever. Is there a charity that you really like, like the horses or yeah, something? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I would take care of all the, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, veterans and families and scholarships and computer. I mean, you know, all the things you, you could do with all that Because you have to give away some of it oh, for tax purposes. Yeah, abso- oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, most of it. I, I mean, if you, get, if you take home $300 million after taxes, 
you know, so if you, I have, you know, two daughters and uh, the ex-wife, but I give, you know, so they're three. So every one, each one would get, you know, 30 million, you know, and, and then say, okay, now let's give away, the, you know, $150 million. The segment of the show where Kimmer divvies up money he's never going to see, brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. You need a closet that big just to put all the money in yes, and jump dude. around like Scrooge McDuck floating around in it. Go to closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. It's Atlanta Custom Closets. Ladies love the closets. They do. Trust me, you'll they'll make her very happy. Uh, if, <laughs> you can buy a lot of closets with three hundred million dollars. Also, would you rank? Would you rank your friends? Uh, I'll give them five hundred thousand. I'll give them. <laughs> oh, I've already got that. Have you got I got. Point? I have maybe one friend. I would give, but I, I've given you and Flounder some. My family would get something, uh, and then there's I think one friend. That I still are keeping maybe two yeah. that they get something. Well, I have yeah, some, yeah I, have, I have a few. I have very few close friends, but all the all my friends who have abandoned me yeah. uh, from the uh, from the '60s and the '70s, and I think it's political, but, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. But uh, things that it could I could be they, you. they were sort of entire. I'm sure it's me. I'm sure it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think one of the, one, I think one of the one of the, was one of my closest friends, old prep school buddy friend, um, has, has has basically ditched me. Um, and I think it's because of something that he may think th that was involving me, but really wasn't. Because I remember back in like 1962 or three, there was an, an incident with our preppy group Good or something. Lord. Anyway, you know, just stuff like that. And I'm thinking, you know, fine, you know, screw him. Yeah. Louise says yeah. that chances are you dropped dead before getting it all. <laughs> and he also said that it was his wife who told us two days ago that God's watching us. <laughs> and Stephen says Kimmer would be broke by lunch. <laughs> First thing I'd do is get enough cash to go kiss a pretty girl. <laughs> go find that bitch in Montreal that wouldn't kiss you. <clears throat> no two kiss, all right, here. How about a million dollars? Have I you ever thought that it. she's probably dead? Oh, I'm, I guarantee. I was uh, well. Hell, I was 18. What in the life she was leading? I was, I was. I was 18 years old. I was. It was, it was How after. How old was she? 20? 20, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she might be. Well, she might have been. Oh, she was older than I. No, that. No, no, no. I'll bet you. Well, it's hard to tell. I mean, she clearly was, you know, a woman, but she was probably early 20s. Well, I 20, hope. Well, no, I mean, I mean, but I mean, I I mean she wasn't a teenager. She was definitely not like a high school or college well, girl. She was God. probably 23 or not 4 or 5. Not a geisha house you were in. Uh, and she was gorgeous. It wouldn't let me kiss her. And I was so disappointed. It was horrible. Anyway, whatever. Okay, uh, so much for that. Right. Now, um, oh, speaking of money, uh, apparently I just saw something pop up on my phone. Bed Bath & Beyond is going broke. What? Yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond is going bankrupt. And the reason is they can't get anything uh, they the people aren't buying the stuff or, and when they do they can't get resupplied and they think they're they're losing so much business they're going bankrupt and it's because they you know took on the my pillow guy and people like me and other people are saying well we don't need you then screw it. i'll go to freaking walmart or whatever and look for my bath brush i tell you what if you were hard up for a <laughs> gift that was a great last place to walk into. Oh, and you're just right. Grab a candle. You're or right. Soap or something. Well, I, I, fancy towels or you know things for the guest room or uh, I mean, my God, they had all kinds of stuff in there. A lot of things like that. Um, so anyway, um, but uh, the, the word word is they're going bankrupt wow. and uh, and it's looking pretty bad. Um, uh, oh, uh, 
uh, also just in, this figures, uh, that crybaby uh, Adam Kinzinger that Tucker makes fun of all the time. He's now a commentator on CNN, baby, the Republican Adam Kinzinger. Yeah. It, either a lobbyist or in government or in the media. Just it's like one big cluster. Clapper and Fuck. Brennan and all of them are all, and there we go, and CNN. Circle jerk. That's right. Yeah. That's what it is. They got their boy. Um, and it was just, uh, I thought that was pretty funny. One uh, kind of update on a thing that I really don't care about, although I, it, it's, it was of interest and, I, and I, this kind of surprised me. Prince Harry, uh, <laughs> there, a thing came out, I don't know, it was a tweet or something. His book is coming out or came out, I don't know. He's got, he's got a book out. And in the book, he tells about how he and William had a meeting I think in London, I think it was over in the palace or someplace, and they had a meeting to talk about the dispute between the two brothers and Meghan, Meghan Markle. And it got so heated uh, because Prince William, the older brother, <clears throat> married to Kate, the older brother William uh, got so, uh, was calling, was saying that she was rude and difficult and abrasive and she just, how, how, what a nasty witch she is. <laughs> and so they got into a tussle and William hit him oh. and hit him and punched him so hard that he knocked him on his ass. And when Prince uh, Harry fell back, he broke a dog, a, a plastic dog dish that cut into his back and he oh. had scratches and wounds. He's, he, he admitted, I mean, and then Prince, he said, Prince William said, get up and fight like a man, get up and fight like a man, and he wouldn't do it. He wrote that, he, he admitted that scene. What's wrong So with I that? think it's, I don't think it's, how, why, would he, why would he make up a scene like that? Well, you don't think it's true? Why would he say it if it wasn't true? So he's not only a, a cuck, <laughs> he's a wussy. <sighs> he, he wrote it down in black and white. He went to war, William didn't. He's a, he's a guy, guy, yeah. He knows how to fight. I know, I'm telling you. Uh, but this business with that, why? And William was, you know, chit, man. What's wrong with that that family, the Wallace Simpson type? They they just I, can't keep away from bad women. These chicks. <laughs> well, look at look at you know the princess of pork, Fergie. You know, having her toes sucked by their Texas boyfriend <laughs> in I, public. <laughs> I, I filled in for Tom Hughes one morning and interviewed her, and I asked her some really question that was real sexual, and Miller laughed out loud. Miller laughed out loud when I asked it, and she it, it went right over her head. <laughs> when you're going down memory lane with your boyfriend, <coughs> whatever. Anyway, I can't, that book is out, and I guess it's uh, I guess it's pretty. Uh, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I Are thought you gonna that read was, it? No, I'm not gonna read it. I gotta read it. No, I mean, you know, a highlight, uh, and, and I thought, oh, my God, oh, my God, and now I don't care again. I mean, it's really, I, but I, I actually, I feel bad because I really, I've lost so much respect for Prince Harry. And, and again, I don't know that it matters, and I don't really care, but whatever. Um, did you have any storm damage the other night? It was Tuesday night. Oh, this it is rained. Thursday, Tuesday I'll tell you oh, what. Man. The Etowah River went oh. from a nice little lazy stream to a roar, raging torrent yesterday. They had to shut down. I think it was 285 or 85 had to had to close because it was flooded out. Yeah, it's bad. Um, uh, we at my place the the lightning strikes were like it was right in my room. I mean, they were all over me, and we the power flickered a couple of times. Uh, but the, the only thing we lost by we I mean the place the uh, the townhouse uh, place was uh, we lost. Comcast, it figures, and this time for some reason. Now, normally, when the power goes, uh, if the, even if the uh, television goes out, you can still watch your DVR. 
because the DVR is in the box. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but this time, even though the box still worked because it said, well, we should get the station back shortly, which means the box, there's something coming to the box. But this time I tried to play the DVR and just wait out the storm watching my movies I had on there, which, which is fine. And it said, uh, not available. Call your local aunt. Oh, you dirty. <laughs> so now they're making it even worse. And by the way, my, I just got my bill in the mail. Yeah, I think I left it in the car. I just got it. And it went back up another $30 a month. After I went through the whole rigmarole to get back. You know, I told you, the funny thing is, is I, I was over at a buddy's mind's house over the holidays, and I was having breakfast with him and his family, and they were telling me his Comcast bill is the same amount as yours. You know, and I don't have everything. I don't have, I don't have uh, you know, I, I'm not extravagant. I don't have everything on there. Anyway, um, so much for that. All right, storm damage. Oh, I took down my Christmas lights. So, you know, make everybody happy just for the record. Can, can I ask a question? Yeah. Two days ago, I talked to the apartment manager, and he says, yeah, and I go, what about the rent? And he goes, oh, we're working. We're talking to the owner and everything, working out some kind of waiver thing like okay. that. So I'm taking that as, okay, I'm not, not going to have to pay rent because I'm not living there this month, right? So I get there today, and there's a note stuck in my door. <laughs> and it's basically, a, come to the principal's office immediately, you know, blah, blah, uh, blah, you owe yeah. your, your rent or something like that. I go, yeah, I'm coming down there. You <laughs> fucking find me. Yeah. So I, I, this is two very tone-deaf, insulting, one's an email, and one's this little note stuck in the door. Instead of giving me a call and telling me what's going on two days after saying, not going to have to pay the rent, now they're demanding the rent. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what, am, what is my legal right here? Tell them to go shove it, that I'm not, well, it's uninhabitable. You know, I'll bet the problem is that since you can still get in there, uh, that legally you probably, sl- it's I don't unsafe. know. I, well, then, I, I, well, they're, I can't imagine that they would sue you if you if you delay paying them until this is all worked out. It's got to be worked out in the next couple of weeks or something. they got to figure out what they're going to do, right? So, I, you know, if nothing else, I would say I'm not paying until we find out, uh, you know, what the status is on this thing and, and whether I need to get a lawyer to sue you people or whatever and just put that threat out there. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But I again, you know, what, what a bunch of bullshit. You know, you got yeah. not only do you have to clean up the place and move out. And I don't have to so, clean it, but I have to clean my stuff. Yeah, up. but I mean, you know, and then you, you're not even living where you normally live. So you don't have your stuff. You mean, you don't have your life. You know, so, and now you got to find a place to live. That's like the trifecta. I mean, that, that's like being flooded out, burned out, and you lose your stuff and you're not where you want to be. And then you got to find a new place. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> so. and they sent an email out last week. The first third of it was, oh, sorry, this happened to you by the second two-thirds of it was basically woe is us we had to come in on christmas yeah. we have to work really hard here and please do not say anything bad to us hi cat Kitty. look wow. there's a cat you jump right up <laughs> that's a first oh he's excited about something what has he worked does potato he want chips? a potato chip no he can't get a potato chip. they're a little Kitty greasy cat, you can't have a potato oh, chip. oh they're no. greasy he said, just look at my finger. He says, I know. That's the first time he's jumped up on the table. Like, yeah, that was right in front of me. I was scared the crap out of me. First, I don't know if you saw if the camera was on. Um, anyway, uh, so that sucks, man. Pete, I feel bad for you. Um, if oh, anybody knows out there, if, well, I, if, gonna if, say, do I have to pay this? Well, okay, that's one question. The second question is, if we have listeners in uh, North Fulton County, is that where you're looking? Well, I'm looking up 400. Okay, four, uh, north of the perimeter, 400 north of the perimeter. Uh, you, I, I, I don't know that you want to go too far east like Johns Creek, no. which is a little iffy. No, you, I want you, so you want to go 400 north and northwest, kind of that in area north of 400. 
Alpharetta, Roswell, and, yep. and uh, up to Canton, Milton, and Alpharetta, Roswell Milton area, right? Yeah, stuff like that. So if you, Ball in ground. fact, if you have, if you're a listener and you have, you have a rental property, what are you looking for? You looking, you, know, you need a two bedroom place or are you a want, roof? Yeah, well, no, I mean I'm sure you need a garage. <laughs> I need a garage. Right. So I, need need a, a garage. Well, I need a place that's to park covered. The car. To park yeah. the car. Covered, covered area for your car. Two bedrooms. Okay. And a, a, a couple of baths be nice. Or, a couple of baths be nice, yeah. you know, because you don't want the, the Now, do you the care whether it's I'm park. telling you, like, we, we talked about this earlier, going up 400 North, look at McFarland yeah. and the uh, exit past there, and I think you'll find something right up your alley. But now, do you want an apartment? Do you want to rent a townhouse, which is three stories and nobody below you? Which I actually I love. I don't that. like climbing steps anymore. I don't like that. Really? Oh, I, I kind of love it because no, I don't. I don't have to worry about making. Or and do you want an apartment or do you want a separate little cottage or behind something like a carriage house? I've always liked I did houses. That once when I yeah. when I uh, got fired the first time in Atlanta <coughs> before I got my job back in '91, uh, I went over to find my final wife. For a thing there, and and I I was renting a pool house, uh, behind this behind this rich gay guys, uh, you know, sort of semi mansion in the gar in the garden district, and he oh yeah, oh, what a funny memory, and he had a pool house in the back, and I rented that, uh, and so I could use the pool anytime I wanted to, but you. but he was what's the matter? Oh, so I got a pie to be good for you, um, anyway, and he had these two little dogs, and he never cut their nails, and they were the nails were curled like this, so they had to run with their sideways, and I said to him, God, and I, and I, I guess it was so bad that they couldn't do it anymore because the the roots were in there or Aww. something, so and they had to walk sideways, and I thought, oh, you stupid, girl. and he, he was very affected. In fact, one time he, uh, 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 he uh, I, I was trying to open the lock and it wouldn't work, and so I called him or he, I, you know, I mentioned motion him, he came over and he goes, oh, I, I, I just, you're gonna have to do it, take care of it. I just, I can't be, I can't do this, and he kind of ran into the house. So I, so I paid my rent on time and he left me alone. But he, what a freaky experience but it was a carriage house and that was great there was, there, i once looked at a carriage house a little one off north druid hills and yeah. and uh ponce that's a great place that's for great, carriage by houses. the by the golf club absolutely and there was a carriage house behind it and it was beautiful yeah it, well it wasn't ready yet but it was beautiful God now, what, do, you, uh, have you, do you use like that rental.com places or one of those things? Call, I, I don't call know. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Well, I like to drive around and just look at stuff, yeah. but we'll do it. No, enough talking about it. As, uh, as uh, Crazy says, no, Kimmer was someone's pool boy. <laughs> and uh, someone says, uh, thank God this flood didn't happen to Kimmer. That's all we'd hear for two hours. <laughs> well, we, pro we probably heard enough. <laughs> you bastard. So let's move on. Let's, let's talk about the enough. Idaho thing. Right, That's hold, pretty amazing. All right, we're going to do all that first. Right, where's Flounder? I got He's eating. Okay. Um, me. Well, so remind me to talk the about Idaho this. Thing. Speaking of potatoes, let's do the Idaho crime thing. Okay. Well, uh, I, I, but I'm, I was going to ask uh, Flounder, too, because he made her. Well, let's wait until uh, he gets back. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I tried to do. And then you said, do the Oh, there he is, right there. Uh, oh, there. Okay, very quickly. <laughs> um, do you guys ever get um, uh, go on, uh, get on binges with the thing where you do you eat the same thing for all of a sudden you get a hankering for stuff? Yeah, and you, absolutely. Do you? Man, I, I, I don't know what's the matter with me, uh, but all of a sudden I got a hankering for these what we used to call salt potatoes my father used to call them salt potatoes these little tiny little one bite potatoes yeah. and the other day in the store I'm going to go ash so in the store uh, what's that ash potatoes I've never heard that but I'm uh, but it's true uh, these are called bite-sized potatoes but anyway the other day in the store there was a display at a place where I was walking that I normally don't see things like this and I saw this and said, oh my god and I was having the greatest memory of how we used to have a little thing of you know butter and you know, put a little salt on it dip it in butter and bing bang and, and I remember how good they were did she cook it in milk 
My mother would cook them in milk. Yeah, some, that's one way to make good mashed potatoes. Put a little milk oh. in the when you did. Anyway, and so there was a, like two. I've been I'm buying a couple of packs. There was two for one. So I brought a pack. If you if you well, guys I'm not Waterford, right now. So. Oh, oh well, founder. If you well, he's gone again. Anyway, all right. I've got these. <laughs> somebody. Hey, anyway, I brought an extra pack. If anybody, if anybody wants salt potatoes, and I love them, and I and, and you boil them in water oh, for eight bright. minutes or something, uh, and then I you know put cut them a little bit and put butter on them and salt and I have them with my uh, meatballs and gravy ah, delicious anyway uh, so there you go now um, the cat just opened the door behind you oh he did yeah he just I completely he opened the door <laughs> where'd he go uh, he's getting uh, he's getting a little more uh, tolerant of his I can't believe he jumped up on the table yeah, like it was like, it was like I'm here he's here yeah <laughs> um, let's see oh uh, video uh, oh before I forget uh, I think I sent you a video of <clears throat> uh, the other day at the stable. Okay. I've been getting a lot of grief and a lot of feedback on Facebook uh, about my car. Now, when I go to the stable, uh, it's, it's, very, it's a very low-lying area. So if it rains, it's wet uh, for, you know, as a low-lying Low area. Life. But the only real bad part in terms of driving is when you, you kind of go in and you go down a hill and then it flattens out. And the very bottom part of the hill is very likely a, a real bad rain that mud's going to get in there. And the, and the problem is this. Uh, as you know, remember we talked about it during the snow. You were able to leave that time, and I was not because my, the, my car had so much torque that it wouldn't catch. It was, you know, was too much for the the slippery thing and so uh and and it's a true story a couple of months ago i was i was leaving the stable up where the hill kind of a hill like this and uh it's part driveway and part grass like and there was a, a lady was coming in into the gate and so i moved over onto the grass which is kind of on a side hill like this and it had just rained and it was wet and so I parked on the side to let her go by, and then I tried to take off again, and it wouldn't move. <laughs> the car wouldn't go. <laughs> and, it's, and the more I goosed it, the more it started sliding sideways into the fence where the horses are down below. So I stopped immediately, and I walked all the way back down to the stable and said, uh, can I borrow a couple of you guys? And sure, so we had to have them come up and push my car so I could get it back on, on dry pavement stuff so I if could get out of there. there was something with horses. Horsepower, <laughs> right there. You could have hitch up. I know, <laughs> but it's at a, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I'm so embarrassed. And I said, you know, I said, you have almost 800 horses. Yeah, anyways, and I, we had to, we had to push it sideways. Um, so anyway, so what, the other yesterday when I was going into the stable, I'm, I'm driving down the hill and I look in front of me, and there's about six inches of mud. And it's a long, and I didn't, yeah. I can't, I couldn't just leave my car halfway down the hill. It would block the driveway. So, so I, I said, oh God. So I said, I better just go roaring through there and, and just take my chances. And, and it wasn't six inches, but it was all mud. It was yeah. all mud. So I said, well, I, and there were tire tracks that people had gone through before. So I said, screw it. I'll just go through. So I revved it up like that. And the mud was just flying like crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think it's that would commercial. happen. Anyway, if you saw the video of the mud on my car, uh, uh, and, and when I finally, when I finally got home, and I and I showed all the mud in the car. And this is why I don't, you know. You know they want like fifty bucks to get, wash your car these days. Uh, oh, more than that. 
Oh, yeah, I guess, that's, it, I guess it, that's the regular you know, regular hand wash. If you want, if you want them to actually do it well, it's like well sixty three or something. Well over hundred. Well, I guess oh. can you guys take the? Do you guys have to do hand wash for your cars? Yeah, the tires are too big to go in one of those uh, pull things. Yeah, I don't like doing that. Uh, but I wouldn't pull it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. But but I've, I haven't done that in a year. I mean, I wash my own. I wash. Well, I wash my car four or five days a week, and that's why <laughs> because I go to the stable four days a week. Anyway, so then and then I got ripped, and people saying, "Hey, uh, there's a lot of feedback on the Facebook page." Uh, in fact, uh, a couple of funny ones said, uh, Kimmer, did you see the horses rolling in the mud? Your car wanted to, to follow suit or something. And, and they were, you know, making fun of me saying, you need to get rid of that thing and get an old truck. And I mean, it's just, you know, it, it's, uh, it's abuse. It's Mustang abuse. You know, the screaming at what uh, Mr. Shelby would do. Anyway, uh, and then I, and then it figures uh, after I washed the car off, of course, my driveway was, you know, had mud and dirt and stuff all over that. So then I, I, I took my hose and I was cleaning and I took video of cleaning the mud off my driveway. And by the way, I, the point of this that I mentioned, if you hadn't seen the video, was every guy I know, well, it's not, growing up as kids, every, every friend I knew, including me, loved to play with a hose. If you had, if your father said, hey, you know, hose off the drive, you'd make a game out of it. You know, you you know you it, you know hit and miss, and you're hiding for the thing, and I'll get you. I mean, you know, how far can you spray with the thing? I mean, it's it's a guy, you know, it's a guy thing, yeah. and we all know why. It's a guy uh, protruding of the uh, shooting of the uh, guy. So okay, but you can't, you know, so when you you know learn how to you know go to the bathroom, it's you know it's you can make a game out of anything with a guy. So anyway, so so playing with a hose is really fun. I mean, it's really really. I mean, every time I've done it, and, and recently when I'm playing with it, and I was. And so my, my message to appearance was, if you don't realize this, you know, I don't, I don't know whether modern day people even have hoses or, or do, do yeah. anything with that. Anyway, I said, if you have a, a seven, eight or nine year old boy or girl and they're bored and know what to do, give them, tell them to, you know, play with a hose, you know, walk, you know uh, spray the house or clean the driveway or go down the gutter or something or other. So sure, I'm trying to be, you know, Mr. Happy Time, you know, cleaning off my driveway and uh, whistling while I work, you know, Mr. Mr. Positive Happy Attitude. And sure, oh, geez, camera, I bet your freaking neighbors don't like the mud going down on the driveway oh, you're, you're like the, you know it's a gutter it's not going in their house sorry yeah, we have Scotty and Brandon both <laughs> begging for the bell maybe we should do a topic let's huh? do the fi- let's do the let's do the Idaho thing let's do the Idaho thing you want to do a quick sponsor thing by Brandon so go I sure Idaho, will the Idaho news sponsored the by the Idaho murder story brought to you by and proudly so farmhouseprintingco.com yes. right here in Sonoya Georgia nobody gets murdered in Sonoya it's no. such a nice place they got all the custom shirts and hats and signs promotional items that you can you can sh- swing a cat at no minimum order, no setup fees. Get one or 1,000. It doesn't matter. They'll do it for you. If you have a photo you want on something, they'll do that for you as well. They do all the Kimmer Show stuff, all the Holy Crap at Sports, Drink Up Shriner stuff, Shannon Burke, anything you need. And now with laser engraving. Uh, Farmhouseprintingco.com. They did such a great job on the blanket for podcast, Lucas, and uh, the my, uh, yeah. gifts for my uh, family and stuff. Honestly, it's beautiful. Flounder, do you like these bite-sized potatoes? If you do, you can have them. Pete can't. I'll try them out, yeah. What's that? Okay. I'll try them out. By, by the way, one more food thing. We're going yeah. up the food. Yeah. Uh, my sister's paramour is from Chicago. Oh, oh. And his brothers are from Chicago, and one was visiting, and the other one lives here. And they go, we need you to go with us. To, I go, where? We're going to a, the best Chicago-style thing in Atlanta, and they found it. It's up in Milton. It's called Bobby G's Chicago-style pizza. Aha. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you. <laughs> it's the best damn pizza I have had, yeah, in a long, and it's not deep dish because they were telling us that in Chicago, uh, they have their own brand of thin. 
yeah. style that's not the deep dish. Yeah. And that's what we got. And it was incredible. Well, Four out of uh, five stars. Four out of five stars. Well, yeah. it's great. And the service was good. And everybody's, and I got the meat sandwich too, the Chicago meat sandwich yes. that you dip in the au jus. Yeah. It's a, it's and that a was good for the French appetizer. Dip. French dip. Oh, my God. So I'm telling you right now, that's a. That's a damn good pizza, Bobby G. Excellent. They're well, not paying me to say that either. That was just good stuff. Well, there you are. And that's where? Near it's in it's Alberta. In Milton. It's in Milton. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, God, so I've still got things we got to do. Scott. Um, Idaho. Uh, this was ju- just breaking again as we speak. It's Thursday afternoon. Uh, a couple of hours ago, they uh, the court uh, the kid the uh, suspected murderer of the four college students was in court back in Idaho, and they therefore were able to release the documents that allowed the police to charge him and the prosecutor to charge him with various crimes. So now we kn- we know why they arrested him. And uh, this uh, this story just came in. I will I'll just briefly uh, again. We can't be a newscast because we you know we can't we don't know when you're going to be watching or listening yeah, yeah. to this. Anyway, uh, here's what happened. Uh, The Idaho murder victim's roommate heard some crying and saw a guy in a mask that morning as it happened. One of the victims heard crying, opened her door, saw a man wearing a black mask. Uh, She was identified as DM at 4 o'clock in the morning. She thought was the sound of Kaylee playing with her dog on the third floor. Later, she heard uh, concaves uh, saying there's someone here. She looked out her second f- floor bedroom, didn't see anybody. The roommate opened her door when she heard crying from another girl's room on the same floor and a male voice saying, it's okay, I'm going to help you. A security camera uh, near the bedroom captured distorted audio of what sounded like voices or a whimper and then a loud thud at 4.17 a.m. The dog started barking. Uh, The girl opened her door again, saw a figure clad in black clothing and a mask that covered the person's mouth and nose walking toward her. The male walked past her as she stood in a frozen shock phase. Uh, He walked by her, exited out the second floor sliding glass doors. She locked herself in her room. Eight hours later, 
A call was placed to police from one of the surviving roommate's cell phones reporting an unconscious person. Eight hours later? Mm. Uh, oh, and Kohlberger, this, this is amazing. Kohlberger left behind the sheath on his knife next to the girl's right side. The sheath is this. This is a, a Marine Corps K-bar, which actually stands for kill the bar. Uh, and it, the sheath... This is very sharp, so I'm going to be careful here. Yeah, don't kill it. The, the sheath is the leather part. And it was identified uh, that it says USMC and Eagle Globe and Anchor, which I think they can probably see that. Can they see that? Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, and um, uh, there were, they found some blood or uh, uh, some male DNA, may not have been blood, could have been skin or we don't know, under, under the button snap, which is this, of the sheath. Um, and there were some defensive wounds. Um, one girl was apparently awake when she was ambushed, according to the documents released this morning. Um, and again, this was, uh, I don't want to be brutal about it, but you need to know what it was like. This, the reason this is a combat knife is because this guards your hand from sliding down the blade if you're using it. If you have a hand guard, if you're using a kitchen knife and you're trying to do something like this, you're going to cut your hand off. Yeah. If you don't have a guard on it like that, I mean, anyway, so I, I don't mean to be gruesome. Uh, but this is the actual, it's a K-bar. This is the actual, I've, you know, I've had this, these for Did, did you years. see the part where they figured out that he, well, he had been pulled over by the police two months before the murders, a mile and a half from the house. So he knew those girls, well, or, or he knew of them, was two, casing them. Two more things about that, too. Uh, there's a lot of really interesting stuff coming out about this. Uh, speaking of the cell phone, the, uh, uh, the investigators tracked his cell phone the night of the murders, and it was nowhere near the scene of the crime. Right. So then the cops said, you know what, uh, let me check a little before that. So he went back months before that, and for two or three months, eight or 10 or 12 different times, his cell phone was at that area, off pinging off that tower. He stalked them, yeah. or at least one of them. And he, that may have been, uh, although they cleared what they thought was a stalker, but again, uh, they, they showed by the pings, and, and the cops said, you know, most killers, if they're smart, don't bring their cell phone, because they know you can ping the cell phone tower these days, right. so they leave it somewhere else. But all those other times, he, you know, he forgot to you know, leave it somewhere else, and so they have a whole bunch of times of him, and he had no business there. He, was a, he lived nine miles away, so he was there for a reason. Anyway, so that was another thing. Also, did you know, and let me find a little more of the story here so I don't get it wrong. Um, the, uh, the reason when they, uh, Fox TV, Idaho FBI. Um, uh, the FBI directed the Indiana po State Police to pull over the car when they were arrested, when they were pulled over twice on their trip yeah. home. They were pulled over twice, and the reason they were uh, on the pretense of speeding and then uh, following too close, but they were not given a ticket. And the reason they weren't given a ticket is because they weren't, there was no reason, that, that wasn't why they were pulled over. They were pulled over because the FBI, apparently the not the Nazi surveillance uh, secret police team, uh, the other regular FBI uh, had a surveillance team tracking them the whole way and the FBI asked the Indiana police to pull them over and have the cops a, a, a body cam video running and make sure that they got some pictures of the hands of the kid huh 
because they were uh, they were now saying we think this now they had enough evidence that they were following the car and they and I guess they had I don't know whether they then had the cell phone towers in the area whatever but they had enough evidence to say this is a suspicious guy and if this is the guy in the white car we've been looking for make sure you get video of his hands and so the t- remember you sent video to us which is kind of hard to hear uh, or was it you or Flounder I think it was you sent Flounder I mean uh, sent Flounder me the video of the actual body cam video of the cop and it's kind of hard to understand but it's, it's uh, your comment was and yours was uh, it sounds as though the cop is a little suspicious at, uh, you know from talking to these people and the reason was he was trying to make sure that he was here long enough to get shots of their hands in case there was evidence of cuts or blood or something wow. like that um, and also to see in case they you know found a knife in the backseat or you know who knows it was something stupid uh, but anyway they, they, they did it twice making the cross-country trip uh, and uh, let's see, the traffic stop uh, discussed an incident near Washington State University, and the father said, well, we're coming from WSU, and the cop said, uh, what's WSU? <laughs> and he said, we're coming from Washington State University, you're going where? We're going to Pennsylvania. Uh, and he just went on, and he was just dragging it out to see if he could get evidence to use in the case, which is pretty clever. I mean, you, you got him, you know, you know. You mean the FBI was actually doing well, their it the, job? It was the old, FBI, the regular FBI, not the wow. Chrissy, you know, the chicken-livered, yellow-bellied Atlanta a disgrace who needs to be impeached and put in prison. You know, by by the way, those FBI agents, uh, uh, you know, uh, Gummy Bear and uh, Peter Strzok and and McCabe and Comey and uh, former Attorney General uh, Loretta Lynch. I mean, all the all of them need to go to prison. Yep. They were in tr- and Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage and and Jake Sullivan, who's still working for the government, need to be in prison. I don't mean jail. I mean federal prison for what they pulled was a coup and and and, and deceitful uh, destruction of the constitution <clears throat> anyway uh, so uh, the good FBI, the regular FBI, we used to appreciate FBI, did some great work on this, too. Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. <laughs> uh, Quinn Martin production. Bang! <laughs> v7 or whatever. <laughs> Mark, v4. Two, uh, Mark, Mark 4. Mark 4. Was, I thought it was 7. I don't. It's Mark 7. I don't know. Uh, flounder, if you would, sir. I'll guarantee you Quinn Martin production. Bong! In fact, if you can get the sound of the sound of the end of England, Quinn Martin TV for the series. Bang! <laughs> we'll play it, because we can do anything we want. Uh, anyway, and so now, anyway, he's in uh, no bail, and he's there, and uh, the judges issued a gag order, so there won't be any news conferences about what they think, but at least the evidence show. But how stupid can you... He, the sheath was by the body? First of all... Uh, how is it possible that you could leave the sheath? And the only, thing, the only thing I thought was maybe this was one of the people who was awake or fought back and maybe grabbed at him and, and happened to grab the sheath and he maybe didn't even know, or if it was dark, it was in the dark and he couldn't see, he didn't want to stand around trying to look for it. I mean, I don't know. But I'm wondering whether it maybe her or his fingerprints whoever whoever the victim was, are on that sheath may be the reason why he left the sheath. But it was right next to the body. You're going to kill somebody, with first of all, with a knife? And you're going to leave the sheath there? That's sexual, the knife thing. That's real personal. Yeah, that's, that's, he either, which we believe, he was was enamored with her, or she turned him down or something, and he stalked her. And ki- I don't know why yeah. he killed more than one. Maybe they liked more because they're well, beautiful the girls. Thing, I, I, the, thing, the other thing is, I, I mean, but he's, if he's a criminal justice major, I mean, he's got you know, he's got to be a psychopath. He looks I mean, like no, he's he just, it's just no way to explain this. Yeah, and that's the thing. You never know who's sitting next to you. It's like a song, <laughs> Heathens. You never know who's sitting next to you. And, and another thing, when you're out in public, like road rage or something like that, 
if you, if you it's a total stranger and you're nutting up on them, you don't you know what they're like. That's right. They could follow you home. Yeah. They're nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Pick that one. In fact, that's my thing. Someone messes with me. I say, you know, it's like the Clint Eastwood thing. Remember what was the one in Detroit? Because you ever have those days where you just pick mess with the wrong yeah, person? The wrong time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. <laughs> anyway, uh, what a oh, and also apparently uh, when they um, uh, when they were got to the, the uh, house, they went through his garbage. Uh, and to get DNA uh, from the trash and the garbage outside the family's house, I think, before they even got the warrant as part to use evidence to match DNA left at wow. the scene of the crime. Where did I get it from him? Well, no, before they got the, before the arrest warrant to, 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 to prove that they had a reason to arrest him. All right. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I mean that's great. Work. What was that's his reason work. to going back to Pennsylvania? End of school, I think. It was the end of the... It was, it was end of school. Christmas, it's the beginning it of school. A, Christmas break. It was the 20th of December it, when oh, this it, happened. Okay. Or, or was it... Oh, he I was driving you know, back for Christmas with his break? Fa- his father flew out there to drive back with him for that's the when you go. That's break. when you're coming home forever. That, well... Really? Well, you know, I, I, again, one other thing I read, and I don't... I, if I'm, hmm. my memory serves me correctly, after... <laughs> if this guy did it, what they're saying is he committed these crimes... Drove back to Washington State, you know, or, or drove back to where he lived, eight or nine miles away, and went back to his class and everything else for another eight days. Then his father flew out, and then they drove back together. So he just went about his. After he did this, he went back about his business for for another seven or eight days before the, the break happened. Jeez, oh, I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Lori says. They say that the other girl saw him while he was at the house, and then he came back to the house at 9.30 in the morning. So did he come back twice? Well, I didn't hear. I don't know. Again, so this is kind of breaking as we're, uh, I don't know the lady. And again, it's hard to be a newscast, but he uh, went back a second time? Well, and, and again, I, I remember I just, I, I saw that on the, in the cash that it was eight hours after she I did know. the thing that she called the cops or somebody called the cops. Uh, but again, if you're, you know, if you're in a party house and you hear, you know, somebody uh, part out loud screaming or doing something and you don't think anything of it and the dog's running around, no, the dog uh, probably peed on the floor. I don't know. And you're 21 and probably drunk. I don't know. I don't know. It's, you can't blame the victims. Um, but what a, what a terrible situation. Mm. Anyway, um, okay, and now uh, 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 something slightly different. No, no, we got more. We'll, we'll do, we'll do speak of the house thing <laughs> before I forget. Uh, this floored me. Let me see if you think you have a reaction to this after I pass it along right uh, no, I can't find it now. Hold on. Here, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to read to you. As you know, I told you, I, I go on uh, Twitter once a day, maybe maybe twice a day for five minutes, see what's trending. Oh, by the way, ha- well, I'll get to it in a second. Uh, first, okay. So I'm reading this tweet, and, it, and it's called hashtag scum media. This was in 2020, but look how they clashed. It was Anderson Cooper and a Republican. Uh, look how they clashed. Anderson Cooper thinks government should tell business how to do everything. He is full of propaganda. This was a hashtag, a scum media, and the person who sent it, the name is <laughs> Johnny Midnight. Johnny Midnight, yeah. He tweets a lot. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Did you trademark it? That's me. Mr. News Monster? <laughs> no. This isn't fair. There's more than that's, one Johnny Midnight. That's I have to tell my Johnny Midnight story. The last uh, time I told it was like four, three years ago, well, back when we were working, and I, w- I didn't even tell it on our radio station. I told it working with... Uh, you with, can uh, tell the Johnny Midnight story if 
You give us a Johnny Midnight. Well, I don't have one. No, no I'm not <laughs> saying right here, but I say in the oh, next month. Yeah. In the next By month. The way, your cat wants your potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, the last Johnny Midnight uh, story, when I told the story of Johnny Midnight, was, was with uh, Shannon Burke. Uh, back when we when we had that eight week job three years ago. Well, you told so. it on the extra one morning. Remember, I made you do. I, oh, that's right. Too. I made, but again, for those who uh, oh, haven't, don't listen to the radio just station. Tell it. All right. Okay. This was. I don't even remember the exact year, but it was. I had either. I just gotten out of the Marines, so I, I might have been. I, I, I was driving cross country. This had to be 1970 or 71, maybe. I might have been on the way to from graduate school. I don't know. It was 69, 70, 71. Just out of the Marines. That area. I'm driving cross country west to east, and uh, I drive. When I drive, and I was by myself driving to, to meet my family or something back east in New England. And I was driving. When I drive, I drive a lot. I'll, I might drive 13, 14 hours. Now, I mean, I'll stop and get gas and maybe something to drink, coke to wake me up or something. But I keep. I just hate to stop, so I keep going anyway. So I'm driving along late at night. And it's approaching the witching hour. I'm driving along, and I'm, I'm picking up some radio station. Again, it's almost midnight, and I'm in, I think it was either Montana, North Dakota, so way up there somewhere. And I'm driving along. It's almost midnight. I'm listening to the radio, and you know, the station I picked up, I don't know, God knows where it came from. And there was a guy on there. The, 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 it was a rock station, <laughs> rock and roll. And the guy, this is again, like 1970. And the guy's playing all the hits, and his name is, is Rockin' Johnny Midnight. Hey, Rockin' Johnny Midnight here playing the hits. Round the sound of town in our clown town. And I got those stacks of wax and tracks, leaving all the wax with all the hacks here with Johnny Midnight. Boom, boom, boom. Playing all the rock stuff. Yeah, it's Rockin' Johnny Midnight. Boom, boom, and he's doing all the stuff. Coming up, we're going to have the latest from the Supremes and the Box Tops. Oh, yay. Oh, hold on. We got news coming up. And then here, ding, bum, 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 bum. Good evening. Here's the news. John Midnight reporting. <laughs> I, start, I almost swerved off the road. I thought, who are you kidding? <laughs> John R. <laughs> Esquire. John Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> this, this was 50 years ago. <laughs> or more. <laughs> anyway, that's my Johnny Midnight story. And I started in house and I see this on Twitter. That's me. I stole that fair and square. You should have uh, responded like that's my. That, I'm Johnny well, Midnight. I'd probably get sued and kicked off of Facebook. Um, oh, by the speaking of, I'm surprised I didn't get. I forgot to mention this about, about washing off my car. When I was washing the mud off the driveway, I made a comment and I said, I, when I wrote down the video of that, and I said, I said, I said, Hey Greta, <laughs> Greta Thunberg. Hey Greta, I'm using Mother Nature's water to murder innocent mud. How do you like me now? And I actually got a reaction from people around the world <laughs> talking about Greta would not be very happy with you right now, Mr. Peterson. Anyway, I thought that was fairly amusing. Um, let's see. Um, uh, holy crap is sports. Any way to tell when you might do another one? Uh, maybe over the weekend? Maybe, maybe tomorrow. I'm going to try and do one tomorrow. i got a lot of cleaning to do. Tomorrow. I mean, pick packing, but... Yeah. Okay. Well, again, if you want some help on it or you want to do... I don't... I mean, I don't have any facilities for anything, but, uh, but again, keep us in touch for helping with your place, whatever. Um, let's see. Okay. Now, uh, should we talk about the Speaker of the House business? Speaker of the House. Here we... Uh, I think it's... As we... Again, we can't be a newscast because you don't know when you're listening, but as he we has speak, na- He has now... Uh, failed the eighth 
eight, no, number eight. Number eight. Uh, okay. Now, it's, it's the decision on who's the Speaker of the House. I am in total favor of what they're doing. I say shut it down. I say don't give in to these people. And uh, a, a couple things about Mac why McCarthy has got to go. For, well, three things. He's the swamp. Secondly, he had two months... Here, the, the difference between, we keep talking about the Democrats and Republicans is the difference. The Democrats with Nancy Pelosi, she never did anything until she knew she could pull it off. She didn't, you know, throw something out there and hope that she could get away with it. She rounded up her troops, got them together, they made their deal, and she went forward. McCarthy had two months to get his people in order to say, I want to be your speaker. Yep. And he knew for two months there was a whole cabal saying, no, sir, you don't deserve it. And one of the reasons he didn't deserve it, and, and the, I think the most important one as far as I'm concerned, you want to talk about sticking to your guns, is he was all in favor of that $1.7 trillion budget bill that killed the, the Republican chances of setting the budget agenda for the next two years. I mean, it's a, you know, he allowed that to happen. He allowed that, by the way, which enables the 87000 IRS agents that they said they were going to get rid of. Secondly, about that bill, I mean, there's a million things in that bill. It's all woke. It gives billions for border security for Ukraine and Pakistan, and it forbids any money being used for border security to Mexico. Cut the money off. And again, the 20 people who are fighting them on this, one of the things they're saying is, okay, if you, so whoever's going to be speaker has to say this, not one more dime for Ukraine until we stop the border in Mexico. Right. Period. I mean, that, that would do it. That alone would probably do it. Anyway, but, so now these these 20 people are saying, we're not budging. He doesn't deserve it. He screwed up. He's, he, he's not a leader. He had two months to get this done. He's voted for all the wrong things. He talks a big game, uh, but he's, he doesn't deserve our support. Well, the amazing thing about the first of all, it does show how incompetent McCarthy is and how incompetent the GOP has become <laughs> under him and McConnell. McConnell's doing a, a show, uh, show ups with uh, Biden uh, in well, Kentucky about that. But, but here's, here's the thing about the Republicans. They screwed up. But this shows that at least on the Republican side, the process works. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not supposed to be a rubber stamp and right, we put, it, put them in there. They're supposed to argue about it. They're supposed to fight. We don't see the Democrats do this because they basically cut their balls off. Yeah. Uh, remember the uh, the tribe or what do they call it? The, yeah. the group or what? The squad. Uh, the squad. The squad. Yeah. They came in there, we're going to change this. We're going to change that. We're going to change how things run here. They've got, been gone for two yeah. years. You haven't heard they much about them lately. Because Pelosi cut them off at yeah. the knees. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, basically, no. everything they said they do, they haven't done any of it. Because yeah. the Democrats don't do that. They all come into the fold. They're a hive mind. The Republicans at least have some people like Lauren Boebert, who went on Hannity last night or the night before and got in a screaming match yeah. because well, he's completely bought and paid for by the GOP yeah. now, in yeah, my he's, opinion. He's the swamp. He's and, in and, swamp. And someone says, you know balls. what? Carpe Donctum says, you could play. You could start replaying old Sean Hannity shows right now, yeah. and it would take months before anybody complained or right. figured it out. Yeah. It's the same thing every time. And, and basically, he's yelling at Lauren Boebert because she's doing her job? Yeah. yeah, he's yelling at the congresswoman. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? The dropout, yeah. Yeah, she's actually, yeah. she's been elected. Yeah. She's been elected. Y'all, you run your mouth about you're going to do this, you're going to do that. You never do anything. Yeah. You just take your money and live out in Long Island. Yeah. But well, she's doing something. Yeah. Well, in fact, uh, before we go too far, you brought up an exactly perfect point because... 
not only was it he, it's also uh, his uh, little girlfriend. Um, let's see, Ainsley Earhart, uh, Earhart is very upset with the House Freedom Caucus. Uh, they need to get the party on board so we can move forward. This is how politics works, and it's driving people crazy. Um, Tiffany wrote in, wow, Brian Kilmeade just called the 20 members of the Freedom Caucus not only saboteurs, but insurrectionists. They call them terrorists. Brian Kilmeade, yep. Yeah, that cross-eyed dipshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for Fox News to declare the Freedom Caucus as saboteurs tells you they are in the pocket of the deep state. The Freedom Caucus is made up of conservatives trying to make changes for the good, not the bad. The Republican Party is inundated with the deep state and needs to be purged. Um, Fox News just got atta- just attacked the Freedom Caucus. How's Daddy going to explain that to Peter Ducey? <laughs> Did Steve Ducey really call the Freedom Caucus saboteurs? Peter Ducey also. I mean, Steve Ducey, the old man. Uh, for the first time in a long time, we actually have representatives who go to D.C. and do the right thing. The talk on Fox this morning was sickening. You're saying everyone should get on board with the swamp. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. Because they're all getting paid off. It's one big circle <laughs> jerk up there. And then, and you mentioned the, oh, oh by the way, Oh, thank God. And again, Twitter, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, when I go to Twitter, I'm having kind of fun because Twitter's now allowing the comments against these leftist woke idiots. Hey, Andrea Mitchell and Chuck Todd are getting creamed on Twitter. For, they were saying, <laughs> well, do it for the good of the institution. I said, you idiots, this is the institution. You, you, don't, ca- you don't cave in for the good of the institution, which is not supposed yeah. to cave in. It's, it's to, to, it's to <laughs> I mean, how dumb can they be? We're supposed to be in charge. Screw the institution. It's God. supposed to be about us. I know. Just, but again, it's like they, they, they're not, you know, they don't see what they're saying. Because they're being paid it's, not to. Well, it's, it's, they, they, it's all this knee-jerk liberalism. It's so, it's so they, they have to stop making up from point A oh, to B. It, does, it doesn't matter and, and they're, they're worried about the, the perception of it. Oh, it looks bad. It looks bad. Who cares if it all crashes and burns? Yeah. If we're getting done what needs to be done, if you're yeah. right, you're right. Stick to your guns. Yeah. Literally. And have you heard about Cori Bush from St. Louis, the Democrat? Uh, she's that black-hearted, soulless Idiot. witch, uh, race-baiting hater. Uh, she called uh, the, uh, um, the guy Donald from Florida, uh, the big know. black guy, uh, she called him a, a, a token. Yeah, he's just a prop. And he's, uh, uh, excuse me, <laughs> a prop, uh, a, a black woman calling the black guy a prop uh, to be used as a, I mean. Uh, Remember what Whoopi said, don't be back talking to the black guy. That's right. They're going to take that shit off of you, lady. Uh, and then you mentioned uh, another problem with the Republicans. This figures right in front of the Ohio River. President uh, 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 crime family joined Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, the Republican minority leader uh, at Brent Spence, uh, Brent Spence Bridge. Uh, which is in Covington uh, to Cincinnati, uh, part of the White House to begin this year, focusing on attention to instances of bipartisanship, which is exactly the wrong thing that GOP should be focusing on right now is how we can all get along with our fine president. So Mitch McConnell loving our great president to show the support of the bridge of freedom across the thing. Oh, please. I mean, I just want to punch him in the nose. Praised his economic plan. That guy's no no more on our side than Hitler was. Mitch McConnell is also the gentleman, the senator from Kentucky, is the guy who said the number one issue for the Republican Party in 2023 is Ukraine. I'm not, I mean, I, I, he said it. McCarthy walking around with the Ukraine flag saying he's America first. Cultural misappropriation. 
Anyway, I'm freaking believable. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, and I forgot one thing about the Idaho thing. Can you imagine? This was, was uh, for me, it's hysterical. Um, when the cops went to, to arrest him, they did a, a pre-dawn raid, and they got a no-knock warrant. And by the way, a no-knock warrant is very difficult to get, especially after, especially in Pennsylvania, uh, because of the uh, that uh, the uh, gangsters, Move. girlfriend, girl, whatever. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Philadelphia And, and, and the, the move moving where they move. Bomb, firebomb the house. Anyway, no-knock warrants are very hard to get, but they got one. They had enough evidence to get one. Yeah. And so they went in through the doors and the windows at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Cry, your whole house is being crashed like in by the Blues Brothers. Guns. Oh, in. man. <laughs> Can you imagine? One other political thing which I thought was pretty uh, funny was the uh, the Senate swore in the monster of Pennsylvania. Fetterman. It went, hi, John Fetterman. You solemnly swear. He deserves to be mocked. Don't be mocking me. He deserves to be mocked. He's a freaking monster. He's a fake. And the reason you can prove it, have you seen all the uh, the pictures with his wife, Brasilia, the switch hitter? Uh, the, uh, well, the bisexual Brazilian immigrant. I mean, that's, that's how she's described. Every single picture of him being sworn in and uh, 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 being pictured with uh, fellow uh, 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 politicians yeah. is of her. Yeah. In the front, it's her. There are there are there are pictures of her being congratulated by the senator. What's his name from Massachusetts uh, and from uh, the fake uh, Indian girl Warren? The picture with her <laughs> and the with the wife, not with him, but with the wife. She's the she's senator. She's gonna run the Senate seat. Yeah. They elect, and they knew they elected her, and they were they were fine with it, congratulating her on the victory. <laughs> That's your Democrat. That's your, see, again, right. and they were fine with it. Yeah. The Democrat Party. Hell, they, they, the New York Times made him one of the stylist chiefs of the year, uh, and, and the Democrat Party uh, saluted him as a great presidential candidate. Not making that up either. Uh, one more thing about politics before I forget. All right. And we'll have actual fun here. We're going to have some fun at some point. Uh, a Wait. lawyer in Colorado sued the government under the Freedom of Information Act and learned he asked for He wanted all the uh, documents that relate to the Biden family and any gifts or transactions with foreign governments. Uh-huh. And the uh, response came back, yes, there are more than 400 of them. And so this guy said, well, we'd like them now. And the lawyer uh, filed the thing and said, well, we'd like them. And they said, uh, suddenly they said, oh, well, no, we really can't confirm or deny that we have any documents after all. <laughs> Which is kind of, isn't it the Treasury Department still hiding the uh, the, the bank documents of 140 of them or something yeah. so that they, uh, they, got, they got in some shady dealings with banks around the world covering up the Hunter's Bank fraud once again. Freaking unbelievable. Um, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, we got a blast from the past coming up pretty soon, too. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, an audio blast from the past? No, something that... Uh, <laughs> Sounds pretty well, funny. Well, also here. coming up, uh, Pete, we're going to talk about aliens uh, from the Scottish point of view, uh, possibly. Hey, we also, can do it right now if you want the blast. Uh, and, uh, well, do the Jeremy Renner. We have an update on Jeremy Renner. We do. I thought oh. you were going to tell us about his snowmobile. Uh, uh, the snowmobile thing. It's his. It, it's 14,000 plus pounds. This, this is like one of those tr tractors that pulls, you yeah. know, tractor trailers or something. <laughs> Treads on it Flounder, or something. Flounder, you ever saw, see the, the Shining with Jack Nicholson? Oh, yeah. 
the, the end of it, Scrapman Crothers, the black yeah, man, totally, I know exactly is coming talking. up there, and that that's what he got run over, it's, except it's bigger. It's a cat. It's well, it, it, there's cat. audio of him. I don't know. I, I haven't watched this yet, but do y'all want to see this? This is yeah, him in the sure. hospital. So. <laughs> oh, from in the hospital? Get this yeah. thing off me. Uh, Jeremy Renner, the actor, the great <laughs> patriot and uh, military I can't believe he's supporter. alive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, and like, I can't remember saying Ken Brock or Ken something that got killed by his yeah. snowmobile because he went up a hill and it came over backwards and killed him, crushed him. Yeah. These things are dangerous. Oh, they're very, have you ever been on one? I have. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, they're, I mean, they're fun as hell, but they're also big machines. And if you're, you know, you're going yeah, through a gully or a thing, they're very powerful and very, very heavy. Right. Do you, okay. Do you remember this? Sky, Sky Magazine. Magazine. Yeah, Sky used to, Magazine. I used to get, you look at it, I used to take them, I used to look at it all the time. All right. Yeah. I'll pull this up right here. This is from, let me see which, 2003 or 2004. Wow. Because we were still at GST, March of 2004. Okay. And somebody was flipping through this. Yeah. And they called up your show one day and said, hey, you guys are in Sky Magazine. And we go, he goes, no, not just you, Kimber, but Pete, too, is in it. Oh, my. So so someone brought some in here. This is for Wayne worked at there. It's called Under Her Wing, talking to a, a young lady named Montine McCord, who lives up in North Georgia. And basically, she saves raptors, owls, hawks, eagles, and oh stuff like God. that. And somebody was flying on the plane and reading about this woman and gets to this point right here. Who cooks for you, the occupant croons? Two soulful brown eyes peer back at me. And Moncord says, this is Snake Davis, my new barred owl. <laughs> All right. And she goes on talking about Snake. Snake Davis is a new guy on the block, a non-releasable owl that McCord has. Uh, McCord, who named Snake in honor of an irreverent Atlanta radio <laughs> personality she admires, <laughs> mourns that he can never return to nature. Well, she goes on talking here, and I'm thinking, I think she also mentions you in here as well. I can't find that at there. Well, you know, she was talking about you know, me a little bit. So, but anyway, anyway. So I remember you told her, and we were going nuts on the air about this. And, and you told me I should go meet her. And she called up and said, "I want Snake to come up here and meet his uh, namesake." All right. And uh, throughout the whole thing, she's talking about it. So I went up and met her. Remember that? Uh, yeah, but I don't she's remember. A very nice lady, yeah. beautiful lady, and everything. I do. Uh, God, I go. Was that in, like in Helen or so? Where was she? She's up there. God, where is? Was this? it Helen or forty uh, miles north? Now, 2004, 40 miles north was out there. Yeah. Now it's not so much. Yeah. But because I remember going up there and it was out of, out of the way up there. And uh, oh, nice lady. Damn. Turns out she was in, let's just say, alternative religion. All right, then. 
<laughs> and there are some other incidents I will talk about off the air. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that my. That oh, my. That's I, I don't know. She may still be listening. If, they, yeah. if she is Montina, I hope, I hope Snake is doing okay. And she, let me, she let me hold the owl and everything like that. Those things are magnificent. Oh, yeah, they're beautiful. Just you ever seen one up close? Or, actually, yeah, remember one came in. The, remember one brought one in the studio one time when Shannon was on the show? Yeah. They brought the owl in, and I got a picture of it. So, or, was that her? You think that was M- Montine McCoy? It was an owl or an eagle, but I remember it was on my head for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't remember, remember that. that. I don't remember that. I must have been in the hospital. I've got a picture somewhere. somewhere. I'll see if I can't find it. Anyway, them. I was going through all my crap, wow. and then I'm going, why do I have a Sky magazine? <laughs> and then I looked at it. It's a holy cow. That is very cool. A walk down memory lane yes, with Pete was. Davis. <laughs> also coming up, what was your reaction when she said, I love you? <laughs> but first, I love my flag. I got some very nice comments uh, the other day when I was taking a, well, when I was washing my car and I showed a picture of my flag Did and then washed uh, wash my car twice. Uh, thank you. And by the way, it is coated, so I never I never wax it and I never oh use soap. I just use water. I just wash it off with the water, wash it off and dry it. Uh, anyway, so I showed the flag and you see how beautiful red, white, and blue. It's just the colors are as crisp and bright as they were when I got it a long time ago from flagco.com. One of our longtime sponsors, flagco.com. Uh, beautiful job. Not only the uh, the flag, and I have the white pole with a silver thing. You can get all kinds of ornaments and lighting kits and beacons and gold and silver stuff and uh, uh, mounting things. And in fact, they can uh, help you figure out how you can put it on a brick wall, which is uh, uh, not doable for most people like that. And again, if you're looking for an American flag, I promise you, if you think you can get the job done by going to the, you know, to the grocery store or someplace, you're really making a mistake. Flagco.com will walk you through exactly what you're looking for. They have all kinds. It's not just American flags. It's every country flag, for that matter, every state flag, every military flag, banners, uh, homemade things you might be looking for for announcements or something. They've got all that kind of stuff. They did custom flags for waste management, for Volvo. Uh, they do stuff for people all over the country, all over the world, for that matter. They have a website to see what they do, a gallery on their website, which is flagco.com. Uh, and here's the phone number, 800-962-0956. And by the way, if you're into uh, tailgating, they have the single and double uh, tailgate hitches which are really cool. They also, uh, I'll bet you they have a, a, a specials on their Christmas light display for next time. Why, why is my voice cracking? I don't, uh, because I'm excited about it. It's flagco.com, and they've been one of our longtime sponsors, and we're very, very grateful. So thank you so much, flagco.com. Um, can I do a quick TV update on uh, a couple of things? Um, uh, last night, and I DVR'd it, uh, Marathon Man. Was on great uh, movie. Showtime. Great movie. With Dustin Hoffman and uh, Lawrence Olivier. Uh, Lawrence Olivier, Roy Scheider, yeah. William Devane. Yeah. <laughs> God, what a good film. Yeah, that was, it was, Wait, it was is, brilliant. Is it Sif? <laughs> is it Sif? Is it Sif? But like you, like you hate the dentist enough, and you oh, see that you movie. See the, the nerve is. <laughs> oh God! I mean, really a good movie. So I can't wait to watch that. Also, BattleBots is back. I love BattleBots. New, new, it was on last night. The new episode. I didn't. I, I, I didn't see it. But again, since it was on last night, it's going to be on again tonight on whatever channel. So and BattleBots. What a great show! What a great show! Oh, it just, it you, know, you know, there's a new ghost tonight too, supposedly. Oh, that's correct. And I have it circled. I've already got my DVR. Did to, you ever to watch the, the Christmas shows? I never got God, it. God, it was the funniest I one. Know. I never got it. 
I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what happened. I'll bet by accident. I'll bet I probably because I, I had like five or six and I looked at them all. Go and on I Paramount. Them and say, it's Paramount, right? Yeah. CBS is Paramount. Yes. Flat, flat, yeah, go yeah. on Paramount. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I was cool. Um, and uh, let's see, a couple of things here. Oh, I, I tried to watch um, the special, uh, I forgot what channel it's on, um, George and Tammy. About George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Have you seen that girl. yet? I, I ha- I, well, I I I I I DVR two or three of them, and I watched the first one. And the first one was was kind of interesting. Uh, the second one. I just got kind of darker and darker, and uh, honestly, by the time I tried to, fi- I, I erased them all and said I just I can't do it. It's too it's it's dark and angry and well, cheating and yeah. Well, that was that was there a lot, dr- a lot of alcohol and uh, abuse yeah. and and plus the guy who plays George Jones yeah. is the guy who played one of the monsters on uh, uh, Superman. He's a great actor but oh, he's, he's really actor, but he looks like a monster boardwalk I mean, empire he's he's oh, a real yeah, he, I mean, and he's a complete lib too yeah, by the way but uh, you need to watch glass onion i started watching i haven't finished it yet that is really really now good what's that? i forgot what that's I've, that's the sequel to knives out and you never saw knives oh, out so yeah. you need to see that first oh, daniel craig is that the one daniel again? craig daniel he craig, plays yeah. a i think it's a he's gay but they don't come out and say it but he has a real affected southern accent yeah. and it's funny and it's it's very well thought of. and anna de Armas is in the first one knives out god she's beautiful and uh, it's just so well written that mm. you would love it it's very All good right. i started watching the second one with the glass oh, onion in it and it's pretty good anyway the, the george and tammy i couldn't i couldn't it was just i don't you know it was dark and dreary yeah, and just wants to nasty it. and cheating ugly and, ugh. and i like i used to love her songs and george jones too i mean I, I, he's real down home country but he would they say he had uh, country music fans and critics would say that he was maybe one of the best country voices that ever performed. Is what they say. I don't know oh, if that's yeah, true. Or not. Lo- I'm not yeah. that big a fan of his, but everybody, yeah, people but who love him, love him. He's right up there with Hank Williams Sr. for some people. Yeah. He's, he's well, he, I mean, he's legit. As, 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 as much of an impact as the original country uh, artists. He's bona fide. Yeah. Um, also, uh, oh, a, a new series was on called Will Trent. You watch that? I taped it and I started watching it. It's uh, about Ansley Park, Georgia. Ansley Park. Ansley Park. Really? Yes. And the guy, the star, Will Trent, is with a GBI. What? Yes. And and, and at first I thought it was the FBI, and so I, and, and it was said, uh, you know, an investigator does so, and I thought, oh, they're going to try to make the FBI look like really great guys all of yeah. a sudden. So I taped, looked back, and it's not the FBI, it's the GBI, but it's set at Ansley Park, and it's a murder case. Wow. Uh, and, and it's Ansley Park, but here's the thing. Here, this is typical. Is this only typical to you, the GBI? Uh, the car- it's a murder case where a woman comes home and she sees blood and she goes upstairs and a guy tries to kill her and there's a murder and a struggle and a death uh, and a dead daughter I think or something anyway and then so they investigate um, and the next thing you see is this dapper sort of, uh, non-white there's no white people anywhere to be found apparently uh, and it's like he looks kind of half Jamaican or half Philip, I don't know, whatever. Um, and he's he's like wearing a bow tie. He looks like, uh, you know, Mr. Peepers or something. He's very dapper and uh, suave. And he show, and you see him coming up to the counter of a dog rescue place or a uh, YM or a PTA. What do you call it? A, a PETA place or a dog pound. That's a people. Standing, yeah, he was standing there at the dog with a little teeny little dog. And he says, yes, I've uh, rescued this dog. And now I want to give him to you because he's not mine. And he say, oh, you look so good with him. He says, yes, but I don't have 
and, and, and they go back and forth and then she says you know you look really hot with that dog and you're kind of dicking around and eventually he takes the dog so here here's mr dapper suave and so one girl said oh i got you i saw your name before you signed the list you're the guy who who rounded up all those bad police officers and a guy rooted out all the evil in the police department you're very famous for rooting out all those bad police officers uh, well that's all right and he walks off and he goes back to his car his car is a porsche convertible porsche uh, and on the side... Wait, wait a minute. It's a convertible? A ragtop Porsche. He's, he's gay. Yeah. Uh, okay. And on the Stop. side of it, in paint, is snitch and traitor. <laughs> 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 Which clues back to the turning in the cops when he... Anyway, so that... Now, that's the... Uh, and then he goes to... Oh, he's driving along. Um, and uh, another car... A, lady, a black lady, a mean black lady, pulls up next to him and yells at him. And she says, uh, uh, you know, you're in trouble for uh, taking his case and he says you're the one who assigned me the cases yeah but you could have turned it down she's his boss so we have the angry black woman uh, to the gay or uh, potentially uh, bi gay or uh, half racial something or other guy dapper with a little new dog and, so, and that's the GBI story in Ansley Park murders a series uh, set in Ansley Park and they show Georgia they show it uh, it's all over they're probably filming it it sounds like they're trying to do Monk yeah yeah Totally Shalhoub. Yeah. Shalhoub. Yeah. yeah. It, it's anyway, I, I usually don't think of I GBI. I didn't finish watching it because it just it didn't look like my kind of. How's he affording show? a Porsche on a, on a GBI I, salary? I, well, it, was an, it wasn't new by a long show. It was probably. An older it was probably 20 years old. I was, I, you know, I, in fact, I don't remember. I, I, I may still have because I stopped watching it. I'm, I'm probably not going to watch it. They're putting a lot of advertising <laughs> to it. I mean, they're pushing I, it. I bet. Yeah. Uh, but, and again, if if you're into that story, and again, it's there's no laugh track or anything. It's a, it's a serious. It, I mean, it's a serious, but it's it's obviously a, uh, a a you know a murder mystery series, but it's got a lot of you know funny comedy, lighthearted stuff in it. So you know, the kind of your typical thing that I'm not going to watch. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry, I just I'm not going to watch it. I, you know, it's you not, just spent 20 minutes I on know, it. Uh, but, but synopsis, I'm not going to watch well, it. Well, only because it was, you know, here we go trying to make you know bad cops and a, a dapper half oh, weird yeah. uh, you know state investigator to make the, the GBI and the they FBI. sneak their messages in in every single show now yeah. from from Wednesday. By the way, Wednesday's breaking records. It is just saving Netflix. That really? show is just taken off. What, what, what's, what, are, what are their big things on net, on Wednesdays? No, no. Wednesday, the Adams family. Oh, the, take oh, off. The, oh God! The Tim really? Burton thing. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen a thing on my. And nothing's it's popped up you on don't social have media. Or, I know, but you'd think if it was, you know, oh, it's everywhere. Kind of a, well, the girl's now an instant star. Her name's Ortega or something. And uh, it's just, I'll it's, be damned. it's well written. Well, I, I, you know, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're now going to have a fundraiser for the Kimmer's Netflix $12 a month fee or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Get a fire stick or whatever. <laughs> Holy cow. I can't, I, I just, I got too many Hulu or any of that stuff. There. YouTube. Badness in there. Um, Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can me. get it on your phone. You can get Netflix on your phone and watch it on your phone. Well, that is not, yeah, that, I really can't wait to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. <laughs> if it's a TV show, it, did you really need to see Seinfeld blown up on the big TV? I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right, hold on. <laughs> you know, I've got, I got a new name for you. You're the resistor. The resistor. No, I'm not going to do that. It's you too damn easy. You can't make me. You're not my mom. Call someone to come over and send 
it up for me? Are you crazy? Uh, I resist. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, uh, coming up, did you... Uh, well, I'll do it right now for you. No, Scotty, the window guy. Somebody get Kimmer the damn box. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about the California arsonists who were attacking a business uh, in Bakersfield? And they were attacking the uh, a business that provides services to immigration and naturalization people. So they were protesting illegal immigrants coming in, wanted to attack a business. So these two suspects set the company on fire. <laughs> and security video emerged showing one of these suspects suddenly starting to scream because he had lit his own ass on fire <laughs> when they set the candle off and with the gasoline, sprayed the thing with gasoline and set himself on fire running off into the night uh, with his buttocks on fire. The flames were put out about 10 minutes after responders got to the scene, and I think they caught one of the guys who's got a burned fanny uh, running away with flames trailing up his leg and the other one uh, screaming into the woods. Hey, so, anyway. Somebody needs a lot of fire under that guy's there ass. There you go. Also, um, a horrible, ca- this is a tragic case, but here we go. you got to be careful in this, these snowfall things, and there's another storm's coming, too, hitting California right now, apparently going east. Uh, uh, as and, and you may know uh, my daughter Jennifer, my firstborn Jennifer, uh, went to university or to uh, she went to Colorado State University. I'm mean, no a University of Northern Colorado, uh, and that's where the president of the uni- University of Northern Colorado and his son were doing backpacking uh, on New Year's Eve. Uh, President Andy Feinstein and his son Nick were in an area known as the Numbers outside of Breckenridge, the famous ski resort. Breckenridge. And there was an avalanche. And Mr. Feinstein said, I had to use my fingertips to dig out a pocket for me to even see light so I knew where to dig out. One minute I was skiing and enjoying the powder. The next minute I was riding what looked like a violent wave of whitewash. The younger Feinstein was still buried in the snow uh, uh, Andy Feinstein was able to dig himself out after him and ski 40 minutes to get to a cell phone to call 911. A rescue team responded with the uh, sheriff's office to search for the son with a search dog, and then two hours later they found his dead body. And the father and son say, we, you know, we do this all the time. We're fit and experienced skiers and hikers outdoors, camping, fishing up in the woods and the mountains and so forth. Avalanches have killed three people in America so far this winter. Mm. Uh, there was an avalanche Saturday, killed a snowmobiler in Montana, and another avalanche uh, near Nitro caught uh, four people in the backcountry near Chute, Colorado, uh, buried two and killed one of them. You know, we had an earthquake here two days ago in middle Georgia. Really? Two, two point something, yeah. I'll be damned. Uh, well, okay. anyway, we don't have any risk of that happening here, so maybe. Yeah. Well, not to have. By the way, another another person on this Wednesday show. Yeah. Is the big tall woman from Game of Thrones, the big girl? Oh, really? Yeah, she plays the principal of the school. Yeah. Oh, is she was she. Uh, Oh, you mean the the knight, the, the, the fighting big, woman, knight oh, woman? Yeah. Oh yeah, I liked her. Yeah, yeah. and she because I was hitting on her all the time, and she <laughs> the big ice guy. She was a great character. Yeah. She's a she was huge. She was uh, an big athletic. Girl. I mean, she and was. She's not unattractive either when no, they doll she's her just up. A big girl. So, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know. I've, I've, I put this in here to read sometime, and I've, I've just found it on my phone. Uh, a meme going around here. Um, 
uh, quote, I'm old enough to remember when the medical fascists wanted to know your vaccine status to go to work, to go to a restaurant, to go to a ball game, to go to a concert, to go to college, etc. Today, quote, how dare you ask the status of an athlete who collapsed, you scumbag. How things have changed. 95% of all NFL players are jabbed. There's 5% uh, oh, that are not. Oh, at least. I'll bet even more than that. I'll bet it's almost 100 Well, that's what the NFL says, 95%. Yeah. Well, uh, and again, and by the way, just for the record, I don't mean to sound like a meanie about this, but how come there's still so much... I mean, I mean the guy, okay, I'm, I'm glad the guy lived. He woke up and said, did we win? So he's, <laughs> is, is, apparently his neurological this, Well, he meant, is, did Kevin McCarthy win? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but again, so that's great news and everything's fine. But still, all of a sudden now, uh, do we have the, the Joy Behar's? Uh, there's a soundbite out there, and I even hate players. She's the dumbest person on yeah, television. Right. And they were talking about this on that ridiculous show of hers. Uh, and, and she was making a point that it's, well, it's a problem with masculine, you know, to, uh, to the non-gay uh, well, men, is, you know. Right? It's, I mean, my kid play football. He was... That one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's 20 seconds. Are you going to play this one? It's a he's minute, got, He's oh. got to get it. Just tell me when you guys want me to stop. Yeah, do it right now. Sure. Now. Recruited <laughs> for college, and he got a terrible hamstring injury getting hit. And um, I saw him collapse so to the ground. Yes, thank you. And um, he went through physical therapy for six months. Mm -hmm. And he realized at that point, uh-oh, I could... That could happen to my brain. Right. Yeah. And so he quit. And oh, it was he did. he did. He quit. And it was a very hard thing for him because he loved doing it. Yeah. Um, and I but I don't think it's gonna turn people away from the sport because I mean I went to Notre Dame, it's like faith, family, football. It's, yeah. a, it's a big deal and it's a hundred and five billion dollar industry. Yeah. So, Only forty five percent of Americans think that ta tackle football is appropriate. Yeah. Uh, heterosexual men voted the most support for kids. Uh, doing football, mm -hmm. and conservatives were more likely to support youth tackle football. Just saying. <laughs> she's, she's always going to make it a, a divisive she's bit. Just you know a, she wanted to say white people. She didn't want to say conservative. It, it, I mean, how what be is divisive? she doing on tele... I mean, just, the whole thing is just preposterous. Uh, by the way, um, Rocco, my donation needs to go for a laptop for Kimmer so he doesn't have to squint to read his phone. <laughs> well, I had my reading glasses, but I did. I did. <laughs> Rocco, I appreciate it. He would resist. It. I will resist. Real quick, I'll, oh, I'll, uh, I'll put it on our Twitter feed, but there's a video of one of uh, Elon Musk's rockets launching into space does its thing, and then comes back and lands. Wow. And it's a minute and 40. It's unbelievable. It's oh, I think I've seen that video. It's called Achievement. It's, is that what it is? No, no, that's just, it, that's Achievement. Oh, basically. yeah. Yeah. Which is what they, Success. Democrats hate. Wow. How Pretty dare cool. he get ahead of everybody else? I know. Well, the uh, funny thing is, is I think we talked about this on this show the other day, or maybe the morning show. He was the man of the year a yeah, year ago. Uh, yeah, he even said, he said, Twitter, he goes, he goes uh, just a few months ago, I was man of the year. What happened? Well, in fact, he's ending his ban on political advertising, or the Twitter ban on political advertising. He's allowing it to come back to pump up revenue. Uh, Twitter banned it all in 2019, but he's allowing huh. it back again. Um, huh. Meta, the uh, Facebook 
uh, boss has been fined 390 million euros, uh, like the 400 million dollars by Ireland for their cheating and privacy violations. Uh, the European Union got them for 900 million euros already, too. Holy smokes. Good, good for them. Uh, just for the record. Um, let's see. Oh, I can't. Did, did you hear about this lawsuit? I ha- And I remember the movie, if you're old enough to remember, uh, the movie by Franco Zeffirini. Or Zeffirelli. Zeffirelli. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet, yeah. 1968. Gosh, she is beautiful. It was a uh, the teenage star-crossed lovers uh, in Romeo and Juliet, and uh, they wake up in bed together naked, and the film critic Roger Ebert, Ebert at the time, I used to watch Ebert and Siskel and Ebert all the time, uh, Roger Ebert described it as a lot of fuss over it. The movie earned two Oscars and critical acclaim became a classic adaptation of the Shakespearean story of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Fifty years later, plus, the two actors who portrayed the characters, Olivia Hussey, who is a beautiful God, young teenager. Well, in her 20s, she is one of those beautiful women in the world. Yeah, I mean, she was just... She, she had, her you know, face. Uh, Milk and cream complexion. I mean, she looked like a porcelain doll or something. Just beautiful. Um, uh, Just a big... Okay, Elizabeth Hussey and Leonard Whiting have now filed a lawsuit against the film distributor Paramount claiming the bedroom scene was deceptively filmed when they were underage and that they had been assured that no nudity would be included in the final product. Zeffirelli died in 2019, but the Paramount Pictures the, uh, knew or should have known the na- nude bodies were secretly and unlawfully obtained during the performance. Yep. The company's now repackaging pornography. Uh, and they sued because there was a, a three-year window. California temporarily passed a three-year window that allowed the statute of limitations to halt for people who were sexually abused as children. Right. Could now have a three-year period to say, oh, I, you know, this happened when I was nine or 15 or whatever, so now I can go. And yeah. the window was closing, so they sued to make sure they were able to sue. But again, you t- I didn't know they were actually nude. I thought they all used body suits. Wait a minute. They were <laughs> naked teenagers together in bed? They were told, you will be wearing uh, body covers yeah. that look like your body. It's they the always same color. blockers and stuff. Always. But the morning of the shoot, Zeffirelli came to him and said, no, 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 it's going to be more realistic, but you'll have makeup on, you have body makeup on. And the thing was, they were, it was all tasteful right there during the film, but when they weren't shooting, they were naked and the film was running and somebody got a hold of it. Somebody, Jesus, somebody just, has used it. What movie is this? Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet, 1968. Now, how old were they as teenagers? We're talking well, 15. I don't, I, they they might have been 20. I mean, they might have no, been. No, they weren't but, that Well, old. they were underage, so yeah. they were under 18, they, I they guess. They were under 18, yeah. Or was underage? 20, I think they're around 15, 16. I, I think. think she was 15 or 16 years old. Him, he had. He was know. one year I think older. He was older. One year older. But I think she was 16. Uh, and again, I, I just. And I, they I were just told. Kind of, and that's another thing. They're going to get him. Now he's dead. I don't know who they're going to sue. But yeah, he told him one thing and changed it twice, basically. Wow. I mean, that, and they should lose everything. I mean, that's uh, ch- well, children. Who, who's going to lo- lose it? Paramount. Paramount. Their insurance company or somebody. Uh, whew. Anyway, that's uh, that's pretty Where bad. Where can you see this? 
What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't be, you know, I think I'd rather do other things. Oh, Mark says the best part about Elon's rocket, it looks like Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers of the 21st <laughs> uh, spaceship when it's flying sideways. It does kind of have that look <laughs> <Cool>. to it. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I just, you know, I was looking up some stuff because I think, uh, did you want to do something today about what life was like 100 years ago? Oh yeah, I've got yeah, one of those yeah, too. Joe also, Rogan thing, yeah. uh, uh, oh, I've got one of those myself. Um, also, <laughs> a quick thing: there was a survey, uh, and a survey showed that about half of American men think that we could safely land an airliner in an emergency. Not a Piper Cub, but an airliner. Ooh, that'd half be tough. the men could land an airliner in an emergency. <coughs> I know I could get it to slow down and get it near the ground. Yeah. But I'm not sure I could actually <laughs> land it. With a, and I did that. I did it in the simulator, and I actually did it. But again, when I landed on the ground, I bounced it and took off again. So I didn't really actually come to a thing. I found a, a clipping that I took from the 92 campaign uh, from the Washington Bureau. Bush camp calls Clinton a womanizer and sissy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. When I was looking through my stuff, and I got a million other things here to keep doing, too. Um, okay, uh, hold on one sec, second. Two things for this over there. All right, while you're doing that. Yeah. Uh, you can only pick two pills. Okay. Right? Flounder, you can listen to. You only pick two of these. The first pill, you can communicate with oysters. Okay. Uh, the second one, you get free gravel for life. <laughs> Third one, you can teleport up to seven inches away. Well, sure. <laughs> now, now, think about that. Yeah. Uh, you can use that for some... Anyway, yeah. uh, another one, you could grow a second nose. Another, I mean, if you're a cocaine addict, that yeah. would work. Another pill, you can control any toaster with your mind. <laughs> that can, you can mess with people with that one. Or you could look 10 hours younger. <laughs> you could take a pill where you could instantly see inside of any empty container. That would be fun. An empty container, <laughs> instant water. Yeah. Just well, if you think water. about it, if, if you could, if you could, if you could move seven inches like that, you could from you could escape from death. There, I mean, yeah, I mean all I mean, kinds of some stuff. Things. Yeah. Okay. We had, there was a kid TV show growing up, a little Lenny, and little Lenny would wear a, a leather football helmet, and he would feature the standing pogo stick, which was a pogo stick with a thing on it that you could stand on it, where it didn't have to jump up and down, and instant water, a box of instant water. Here, <laughs> a little Lenny show. Was little Lenny. Uh, <laughs> Special? Yeah, he was like, okay. Uh, the children. eighth, the eighth pill. You can speak the extinct language of Kaitan. <laughs> and the final pill. You can run as fast as Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I could have beat Dan Albert. Put that one in there. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> oh mercy. Uh, can I read you a Dear Abby, which I sure. thought was rather bizarre. Um, uh, the, uh, it's a, a husband and wife been married for nine years. They have four young children, five, three, two, and a nine-month-old baby. The woman says, Abby, for the, for the last three years, my husband's been going to a week-long music festival where he camps out with a group of friends, many of whom are single. Uh, when they're at these shows, they partake in psychedelics and party drugs. The area is wild with scantily clad women and people partying to the fullest. I've explained to him that you know, this bothers me. And I don't believe it's the best environment for a married man and the father of four little kids. I feel it threatens our marriage. He says, I can come along if I want. 
But I, if I need, but I would need to find childcare, and my parents aren't nearby or nobody else, so it'd be a burden to me, uh, and I feel like a burden to him. He prefers going solo to get a release from all the everyday responsibilities of our life together. Each year, I ask him not to go, but he does it anyway. I've greatly appreciated your insight about this. <laughs> well, that seems pretty easy. I uh, says, well, first, you're not a burden. Uh, you're shouldering an entire responsibility of caring for the family while he goes off and indulges himself. If this trip is your husband's one week escape from reality, is he willing? to agree to the same thing for you. Yeah. Wait till he comes home and you say, all right, honey, uh, I'm leaving tomorrow at nine with my girlfriends. We're going to the Adirondacks or whatever and you're going to take in some uh, spa stuff at the, uh, you know, the friendly in the Berkshires or something for a week. You got the kids. See how he feels about that. Uh, anyway, uh, she says, I would equate... While I would equate your husband's escape to the music festival with a hunting and fishing trip for some husbands take every year, the difference is there are fewer temptations on those other activities. If he's a good husband, 51 weeks of the year, there's nothing you can do to dissuade him than dwell on the positive. If not, you may do some serious thinking whether you want to continue this marriage. He's doing, he's, you know, I mean, come on. Just make it fair. Just say, okay, uh, you know, pack your, say I'm going to be gone for a week and see what he says. And then find out whether he still wants to keep doing it. And you know he's probably cheating on you. Well, you don't know that. Anyway, <laughs> marriage is freaking, I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, <laughs> oh, here, oh, one more. Is this another one? I, I think it thing. is. Uh, my <laughs> wife and I have assisted a local. Oh, here we go. My wife and I have assisted a youngster at birth, abandoned and bounced to the foster care. We helped him finish college and his first job. Here's a problem. He's become engaged to an attractive professional woman. My wife and I both like her very much. But he told us, this is a kid, the kind of a foster kid. He told us that she insists upon bringing her parents on their honeymoon. And her parents feel strongly that they should go too, even to the extent of arguing with Samuel about it. I've never heard of anything like this. The fiance is 28. Uh, dear Crowded, unless you've been living together for a long time and he's very close to the family advice, I would begin to have some premarital counseling before you go down the aisle with this guy. Holy smoke. <laughs> doesn't sound very uh, uh, non-peculiar. Um, anyway, I'm, I got one more I want to save for later because that's not a very good thing with a finger. Now, where did Pete go? Pete left us? Was he taking a, making a head call? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, before he comes back, I will do a couple of quick birthdays for today. Uh, Robert Duvall is 92. He's good still for kicking? 92 and still going strong. And I was looking over at some of his movies. I don't know that he's ever done a bad role that I can remember. He's sure done a whole bunch. He's, he's done, done a country bunch. singer, and he's done a farmer, and he's done a killer, and he's done the guy from uh, To Kill a Mockingbird when he was uh, played a mentally retarded uh, potential killer. Uh, Duvall, 92, and he's done every role. He, I can't think of a bad role. I'm trying to think. Uh, Robert Duvall, 92 today. No. What was that racing movie he was in with Tom Cruise? Days of Thunder? Yeah. That was actually an entertaining well, I movie. It. Yeah. I didn't see it. You know, that was, yeah. it was bad timing. It came out right before Jeff Gordon hit his stride, and they were kind of doing a Jeff Gordon type thing. They should have one more year. It probably would have bigger, been He's a bigger He's like hit. Jeff Gordon, 5'8 and dark hair. Yeah, yeah he is yeah. Jeff Gordon. Uh, Diane Keaton is 77. Ted Lang from Love Boat. 75 love today. Bo uh, Ted Lang, wasn't he the bartender? Uh, yeah. The That'll be our outro there. music nice today. Uh, Bradley Cooper, the actor, is 48. The luscious January Jones, 45 today from Mad Men and a whole bunch of things. Okay, I just, okay, I just got a phone call, and I had to take it. Yeah. 
And, okay, smart asses. Elizabeth goes, Pete's talking to a man about a horse. And Scotty goes, Pete's launching a Democrat. I just stepped outside to take a phone call. I thought you were taking a leak. I didn't know where Jeez. you went. They're, they're on you. They're on. They're turning on you, Pete. They're Jeez. turning on you. They're calling you Snake again. Um, uh, Charlie Rose, former Atlanta guy, is uh, 81. Tastes nothing. Man. He's a wimp. Uh, Pamela Sue Martin, that naughty little brunette. Uh, she was on Dynasty, Poseidon Adventure, and she was Nancy Drew. Yeah. And she is 70 Damn. years old today. That's is that right? right? That's oh, my right. God. Uh, Nancy Drew, you, did you ever you ever heard of the Hardy Boys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to read uh, those books as a kid. I used to read them as a kid. I read them as a kid. And I, and I read, I think I read a Nancy Drew because it was basically the same I, thing, I, but it was I a girl. But, but it was the Hardy, I read all the Hardy Boys books. We had them all. We had them all in our family library. I, there was another pair of guys. It wasn't the Hardy Boys or something else, and I read them. I oh, can't Spin and, Mar- and Marty was on uh, Disney Boys. Another thing that was a spinoff from the horror that was uh, Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah. I remember yeah, it, like yeah. th- oh, that I was the one that. I was big when I was a kid. Yeah. After my time. Um, uh, uh, Kristen Cavallari is 36. She was in Laguna Beach in the hills, and she divorced Jay Cutler uh, two years ago. Three I was wondering, is she a gold digger? Uh, well, she's an actress, so she's made probably. Uh, if he, she's not an actress. She, <laughs> so she's making somebody anyway. Um, uh, and uh, two other things: Marilyn Manson, whose real name is as Brian Warner, is forty is a fifty eight today, I believe. Or is that say fifty eight? Fifty eight today. Um, and his real or fifty four? Fifty four. Sorry. Uh, his real name is Brian Warner. He's the, guy, he's the guy who was outed by Evan Rachel Wood and all these other actresses. You know the story about this? About Marilyn? About Marilyn Manson and Evan Rachel Wood. He, she basically uh, was uh, his uh, slave uh, with she a whole it. bunch of other girls. Described what he called his bad girl's room, which yeah. is, was supposed to be a, a, a recording studio, soundproof. <laughs> uh, and he would psychologically torture his girlfriends and dates and women in there. He had swastikas, black curtains. Uh, spray painted the word AIDS over his bed. Uh, the lawsuit against Marilyn Manson claimed that he would bite and electrocute with shocks, uh, chase women around his place with an axe. Okay. Total freaking psychopath. They, they knew put, what they were getting into the moment they looked at him. Uh, pay, yeah, and, and they put up with it for a while Please. and then said, oh, I can't take this torture anymore. Then you know, leave. There's and the then door. Now, there's, now he's being sued by a whole bunch of them. <laughs> and if you don't mind, one walk down memory lane. Right. This is George Reeves's birthday. Oh. 1914-1959. Superman on TV in the 1950s. I was Superman. I never missed an episode. I, my mother told me I would take a blanket and tie it around my neck and pretend to jump off the stairs. I would uh, dive onto the couches and the beds. and st- I, would, I, would, I was Superman. My next-door neighbor uh, was a little girl named Susie Graves, and her father was a psychiatrist, and he uh, was of the, of the thinking back in the 50s where you would allow your child to do anything. If you were having dinner in a dinner party and your, your seven-year-old came downstairs out of bed and said, Daddy, I want you to read me a story, he'd go up and read him a story. No. Yeah. This no. was this was a thing. Uh, this was one track back in the fi- in the that early fifties. Yeah, well, you know it does. I mean, it was it was one of the things that was Permissive. going around. Again, this is the beginning of this was after World War II, beginning of subdivisions and communities in a whole different pattern, travel and uh, moving. Anyway, uh, so and so that was their family, and she would call my house and ask to have me come over and play with her, 
Uh, and she would bake me cookies in her little uh, uh, Betty Crocker oven <laughs> with a little I, I, light bulb in it. I thought you were building that she would be Lois Lane. No, no. Well, uh, she would be the Lois Lane to my Superman when I go over and tie a thing and I'd be the Superman yeah, over her house. Tie her up, well, anyway, uh, 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 Superman uh, 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 would, remember, if you've saw the, if you've never seen the series, the black and white series That's of Superman, right. you know, all he had to do was take off his glasses and, and he, when they could tell you couldn't tell colorized he was, version. Great. <laughs> you couldn't tell he was yeah. Clark Kent. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we, we were so easily able to just suspend reality and let it go. You know, it's just, okay, he's he's Superman. Oh, wow. You know, thank God he's here. You know, it's, it's okay. He, he reached into a puddle of quicksand with a piece of coal and four seconds later came out with a 29-carat diamond right there from the pressure of his, you know. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie that starred Adrian Brophy? about the, the George I'm going to tell you about murdered. it right now. I'm not yeah. done with my story. Oh. Uh, by the way, we, we suspended reality for this show, but he takes off his glasses. George Reeves and his cast, again, this is from 1950s in the TV show. George and his cast were paid $200 per episode. That's it. 200 bucks. They had to beg after a couple of years and threaten to get another $50 a show. And when they did, the producer was so angry that they talked him out of it that he stopped speaking to him. Uh, George Reeves supposedly killed himself in 1959, but the FBI denies they murdered him. However, there is evidence of a murder plot that he was killed because he was stooping the wife of the MGM executive, E.J. Mannix. The movie Hollywoodland with Adrian Brody is about the murder of George Reeves. Good movie. It uh, is a good movie. I don't movie. think I've ever actually seen it, but it is a good movie. And ben Affleck plays George Reeves. Yeah, that's right. And does a very good job, and it really puts it in your mind whether it was an a accident, suicide, yeah. or uh, was he high or drunk when he did it, or did someone kill yeah. him? And by the way, Ben Affleck is a really good actor. I mean, I've in the him. town, and, uh, you know, he's done some... Batman. He's a good uh, Batman. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, if a couple of historical things, and then I want you to tell me about uh, the girl who said, I love you to you the first time, you didn't know what to do. Um, uh, 1945, Japan was losing the war, and since most of their best pilots had been shot down or otherwise ineffective, it was on this day in 45, Japan started using kamikazes, suicide bombers, pilots with no training. They were taught how to aim the plane, loaded with explosives, much like the uh, Saudi Arabians who bombed us on 9-11. Uh, uh, they were taught, they didn't, weren't taught how to land, they were taught how to, how to take over, how to fly it. They weren't taught even how to take off. They went into the cockpit and were told how to aim it, and that was it. That's the training they had, like with the kamikaze pilots. Uh, and they would load their uh, uh, planes with explosives and bomb into ships. At Okinawa, kamikaze pilots sank 30 ships and killed 5,000 Americans with the kamikazes. Uh, 1914, Henry Ford revolutionized the American workforce by deciding his employees should be able to buy the cars they were building. So Henry Ford began a wage of $5 a day for all workers, which had been unheard of. 1998, Sonny Bono lost control on the mountain, skied into a tree, and killed himself. After his Sonny and Cher rock stardom and TV show, Sonny Bono got himself elected mayor of Palm Springs in 1988 and elected as a Republican to Congress in 1994. The ski resort was on the border with California and Nevada. Its name, Heavenly Resort. 
Well, his, his, his good friend George of the Jungle tried to warn him so many times. Watch out for that tree. Watch out for that tree. Uh, <clears throat> Congress passed the copyright law with his name on it, the George. Sonny Bono copyright. George. And by the way, I, I almost I almost died skiing on a slope. I was in Aspen, and I was and I I, I, I got to tell my ski story. And, oh. and, well, no, it's very fast. It's very fast. Very fast. Very fast. And because uh, I'm not a great skier, I'm an intermediate skier at best, or used to be. I haven't skied in years. I, used, I was an intermediate skier, and I just like to go down the mountain. I don't. Do I don't do moguls and little dippy doppity bop. I go swoom and swing and wow. I go long sides and down and I just yeah. have fun. Just just feel just feel just blouse and go all the way up from the top all the way down. Get on the chairlift and go back up and all the way down. I swear you all day. Don't stop for lunch. I just I just. Did don't you see stop. The, the guy who died in Utah? It, the, the chair ejected him. Yeah. <laughs> Spit him off and killed him. Ah. He only flew. Uh, uh, fell 25 feet and died. Did you, 25 feet. Did you see the guy that deliberately drove the Tesla off the cliff? Yeah, with his with family two, in it. Two, yeah. And every, all of them lived. No one was. All of them. Yes, lived? no, none of them were seriously hurt. Oh, he's up for charges. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he deliberately did uh, it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I'm just kidding. Uh, the sorry. last run of the day. The last run of the day is getting dark. It's like 4:30 in the afternoon. And they close yeah. the lift, and so it's the last. It said the last run of the day. So I'm at the top, and I said to myself, "Geez, I wonder if I could." downhill shush ski the whole damn way down there you know instead of instead of going you know long turns yeah, and having fun to it. go whew, downhill racer downhill racer and i was you know i, I was 30 or whatever you know and i was single and had a you know and i was you know whatever. and so i uh, i was up uh, i got to the, and, I, and i started down and then i started going so fast completely out of control literally I, honestly i i, I could anything could have happened and i'm not making this up i was so out of control and the next thing i know bam and i had turned into a into a, the side of the mountain and i hit it so hard i literally into this into a snowbank i i hit i, I bang into a snowbank and i hit it so hard that it briefly knocked me out my skis came loose, and my poles, my two poles, went so far into the snowbank, I never found them. Wiley e. Coyote. It's just an imprint. <laughs> Let me say this again. It's exactly what it was. I'm not making this up. My poles went into the side so far, I couldn't reach them trying to find them. Well, so I then had to, I, when I woke up, I found, I got my skis back and put my skis back on and slowly made it back down to the bad vibe of the mountain. And I couldn't, honestly, I, I could have been, been killed. That's what happens. You, you ski with that cheap Acme shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Roadrunner. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Rocco says, yeah. no Thomas Edison stories today? Damn. <laughs> I Ro can find uh, one. No, no, no. <laughs> Yesterday, you don't know how close you escaped, Rocco. Yesterday was the anniversary of the elephant <laughs> well, episode, <laughs> which, by the way, they they blamed, not on Edison, they blamed on the owners of the circus did it, yeah. and Edison Edison just filmed it. But no. we always heard the Edison other thing. Did. Edison yeah. was proving that AC was dangerous. Right. He wanted to kill the elephant. Oh, well, they wanted to kill it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, what happened was they were going to put the elephant <laughs> oh, down. I mean, the well, anyway. they had to put the elephant to sleep. <laughs> it was the end of it. Anyway, <laughs> but still, Edison did it to make money yeah. to show that he, his his current was better than uh, than whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, all right, so Sonny Bono. All right, uh, a couple of quick history, other things. 1959, Bozo the Clown aired for the first time on live TV. 
That was big in Little Rock. The Chicago version. We got the Chicago version in Little Rock when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody had Bozo the Clown. 1920, the curse of the Bambino begins. The Boston Red Sox sell the babe to the Yankees. And in 1957, exact same day, the Dodgers tried to trade Jackie Robinson to the Giants so he quit baseball. Yeah, so wouldn't do it. He said, no, sir. I'm not playing for them. I hate them. And he retired. That was back before the fraternization. That's right, Jackie know? Robinson. Um, in 2004, Ray Davies of the Kinks was partying with his girlfriend in New Orleans when two guys pulled a gun, grabbed her purse, and ran off. So Ray Davies chased him until they shot him in the leg. <laughs> the cops, I think, got one of them. Uh, but you know, in New Orleans, you know, by the way, they're they're back again to the crime capital of the world. And I tell when I was in in uh, here in Atlanta, and and uh, Al Smith, uh, well, remember uh, Bob Neal, who was the uh, uh, sports guy. Remember the sports guy, Bob Neal, had recommended my name to a guy in New Orleans who was looking for a news director, anchorman, to come and run his shop down there. So they called me and asked me to come down and do an interview. So they flew me down to New Orleans by myself to go check out the place. And I did an interview with the guy. He said, well, walk around the French Quarter for an hour. We'll, we'll come back and do a, we'll talk about whatever. And I said, okay, fine. So I'm walking down the French Quarter. I'm not making this a broad daylight. I walk in the French Quarter, turn around a corner, and there's two cops who are beating the crap out of, the, out of this drunk homeless bum uh, who had given him a bunch of lip or something. <laughs> They're wailing away. <laughs> so I said, afternoon, officer. <laughs> Zoop, and off I went right back around the other corner. I said, well, you don't mess around with your cops in New Orleans. Nope. <laughs> uh, breaking news, Sophia says that McCarthy has now lost round nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, fine. Suck by it. me. I suck it. I just, you know, give hey, it up, man. Gridlock it when they don't do another damn thing. I don't care. Shut it down. They never should have passed that budget. They should have had a continuing resolution for a lousy three weeks or something. They screwed America. And, and look, and someone pointed this out on Twitter yesterday. We are so upset about this McCarthy situation far more yeah. than we were that they passed a $1.7 trillion right. boondoggle right. in less than three days. Right. And that's the reason we're upset with McCarthy because he allowed that to happen and did it under our noses and nobody even let it they just let we just went those republicans looked you in the face the whole campaign yeah, and right. said we're getting rid of those 87,000 irs that's we're right. not going to fund it and they went in there and they 29 that's of right. them voted to fund it that's right they stabbed us in the back and frankly i tear them apart i mean uh, honestly where do they live yeah, well, well yeah and i'll tell you this if they get mccarthy and he gets to do what he wants he might as well elect nancy pelosi again i mean i well have democrats in charge because when it gets to the senate they're going to kill it all anyway thanks to georgia you freaking phony hypocrites who are allowed a, a, a you know a, a deadbeat dad slumlord who believes in abortion at the last minute uh, to be your congressman or a senator uh, who's taking america down the shooter as opposed to herschel walker you couldn't vote for herschel but you vote for that guy you freaking idiots you just cost us the future. Anyway, uh, one more history thing. Uh, 2004, Pop-Tart Britney Spears ended her marriage to a childhood friend, Jason Alexander, not George from Seinfeld. Uh, Britney's marriage lasted three days. Yes, you know, the good part. <laughs> By the way, wouldn't it be great to be married for three days? And then, eh, it isn't working. <laughs> I think it happened. <laughs> uh, and then months later, uh, she married K-Fed, another uh, young uh, dancer friend of hers, and they lived happily ever... Oh, no, they didn't. They had a lot of kids together. Uh, oh, yeah, a couple. I uh, had a little something or other. Um, I have even more of this, but let's do something different. Let's do, uh, what was this about I Love You? Did you have an, a, 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 a something that happened to you with an I Love You thing of some Someone kind? Someone pointed this out. Let me find it here a second. Uh, yeah, they, uh, let me try and press some, press some tech, 10 minute. 
It's right here somewhere. <laughs> you would ask well, me about Well, I will ask you a question that. while you're looking at Do you have any interest in finding the truth about the uh, uh, famous Dreyfus affair? Not really. History. I know the French thing. Yeah. I'm not really. I'm okay. Kind of it's over that. way weirder than I ever thought. But it's a. Here's yeah. something. Yes. Don Larson. What do you think of when I say Don, Don Larson? Don Larson, perfect game of the World Series, although it wasn't an outside pitch. Oh, for it, it, but it was but close enough. Perfect he, game. He kind of moved the bat. So, yeah. Okay. Don Larson, perfect game of the World now, Series. After the last pitch, Yogi Berra comes out. Don Larson's acting kind of nonchalant, and Yogi jumps into his arms. Yeah. I know. Okay. You know that. Yeah. Do you know why Don Larson was so focused that day? I had never heard this until the I, other day. I didn't know he was more focused His than normal. His wife did something. I uh, gave him a little something there uh, before. Uh, she filed for divorce. Oh, my God. Earlier in the day. He wasn't watching those batters. He was seeing his ex-wife in that batter's wow. box every single time. He was throwing. He, he was. Is that just what the story was? Did, did he admit that? Frustrated. No, no. I'm just thinking. Oh yeah. Your she wife files divorce, for divorce. He, he I'll show you. Throws a perfect game in the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just blew my mind. I had never heard. I can't believe. Oh, by the way, are you tired of arriving to surprises at your weekend cabin? Well, thank God we have someone who can take care of your problem for you. You have a mountain home you're having trouble maintaining? We'll call North Georgia Intendancy. They can manage your North Central Georgia vacation, weekend, or rental house so you can relax at yours. Visit them at ngaintendancy.com or call them 770-595-6664. That's 770-595-6664. It's North Georgia Intendancy, and they'll take care of all your rental needs up there, there in the old cabin. Thank you for joining us as a sponsor. And again, if you go to thekimmershow.net, you can link up to uh, 106.3, our radio station thing, or the podcast to play back on Saturdays, or uh, uh, the uh, when I call in Friday mornings at 7.30 or 7.25 or thereabouts and stuff. Anyway, uh, or join us as a sponsor. And uh, again, uh, Venmo. The, Ven the Venmo's at the top right-hand corner of the YouTube yeah, thing here. Uh, please, we are, we are trying to uh, make, uh, we, we are trying to not have to charge per listen. We're trying to make sure it's still voluntary. And, and so any, if you can make us a donation on Venmo or Patreon.com or uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Patreon, PayPal, Venmo, Patreon. PayPal, PayPal and, and Venmo. Uh, or we have a post office box address. You can send us a check. What is that? Uh, uh, fact, well, it's a I series of numbers and an address. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't but it, that, no. uh, that, well, I thought I had some more. All right, it's PO know. Box 1432. Yeah, Alpharetta, Georgia. Zip code is 30009. Kimmer Media is Kimmer what Media. you address the checks to in the right. letter. Kimmer Media, post office box 1432-1432, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30009. And I sent out a couple of thank you notes uh, just this okay. morning, in fact. For some reason, Mama's favorite recipes ask the question, the worst response you ever got when you said I love you to someone. Aha. Uh -huh. And Scott said, yeah, she said, thank you. <laughs> David said, she said, I know. Oh, this is like we're for the first time we're saying? Yeah. yeah. Now, Harrison Ford said that in a Star Wars movie when she, she says, I love you. He goes, yeah. I know. Or, or something like that. Before they froze him in yeah. the carbonite or whatever they did. <laughs> I know, I know. But the, yeah, the worst, I mean, the, the, the worst one is when they just kind of just look at you. Yeah. But I, I've never really had a bad experience because by the time I say it, you pretty much know that they feel it too. I don't think I've ever had a woman say this. Oh, no, sorry. I did once. I did <laughs> once. On New Year's, I was hanging out with this chick. We'd kind of dated off and on, but I knew she was dating some other guy she was mostly serious with, and we were just palling around. And, but we found ourselves together on New Year's Eve, 
and uh, said something about, and I, I gave a toast, and I said, to the most interesting person I've met this year. Really, she was that, that year, the yeah. most interesting. I didn't say I was in love. I didn't yeah. say blah, blah, blah. I just said, you're the most interesting. And she looked at me and she goes, I can't say the same. And I said, I don't care. Oh, my God. But I don't care. Don't First of all, I know I'm the most interesting person. I think person. I know that girl. <laughs> yeah, you may. Talk about but, passive aggressive. But you talk about, but, but she <laughs> I was. I think I married her. Well, she ended up marrying the guy, so that's, that's fine. Good. Thank but God. it was nothing to do with love. It was just like, hey, I yeah. just found you interesting this year. Good, good God, throw me a bone here. <laughs> I bought you drinks. I'm out on New Year's keeping you not alone. Where, where's Mr. Dreamboat? You know? Oh, God. <laughs> and that's or what it, I got back. It's like when I'm having dinner with Fraser Crane and, and Donna Michi, and yeah. we were talking about what a great actor he was, and my date for that night said, oh, I really didn't think you were very good in that role. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, see him sitting yeah. next to the man. Cocoon sucked. <laughs> you all sucked at Cocoon. My God. <laughs> that movie was wet. All of you were wet. Jeez. Did I tell you about the oh. Waffle House thing? Uh, no. You can now purchase waffle mix, waffle house waffle mix, and it and tastes it like their. Yes, it tastes like their waffles. Well, what's the, well? How what, what's in their mix? It wouldn't be in your uh, Aunt Jemima waffle mix or whatever. It doesn't taste the same. Waffle house well, waffles I'd buy that. taste different. I, I'd buy oh hell mix. yeah, I do it. Yeah, absolutely. And Sprinkle? I, in fact, I have uh, some Aunt Jemima. In fact, I may make. I haven't made waffles in a long time. I found a waffle maker, by the way, when I was I going through my one. stuff, and I found a box of Aunt Jemima waffle pancake mix that I bought. Yeah, in that's the same thing. I bought it in Tijuana. You just had an extra egg or something and whatever. But yeah. I bought it in Tijuana, Mexico in oh. 1984. Ooh. And it's still got, of course, her and her do-rag and everything. It says Aunt right. Jemima. And above it, it says La Negrita. The, the black the, woman? The black, yeah, the black woman. Oh, my God. La Negrita. Well, they still have real Coke and stuff down there, too. Yeah. I miss. I, I actually used to love to go to Mexico. You know, it was an hour and a half away, and you're on the beach 40 minutes later. And anyway, well, you told us about uh, Williams College being the most liberal. Yeah, one of your my brother went to there. Get into. Yeah, it's pretty liberal. Very uh, liberal. For every Republican on the faculty at the top-ranked liberal arts college in America, Williams, for every one Republican. There are 132 Democrats. No, but it's more than that. I guarantee you there's not 10 Republicans in that whole campus. My brother went there. He was yeah. an economics major at Williams. The faculty ratio at other schools in the top five varies from as low as 34 to 1 and as high as 136 to 1 in favor of Democrats. <laughs> I guarantee you it's uh, more than that. You see the new Washington uh, mascot? I the commanders? Big, bad, big, uh, <laughs> Major Command- Tutty. <laughs> Is that what, the actual mascot? Major, that's the mascot. It's a pig. It's a oh, hog. Oh, that's horrible. What's the hogs? Remember the yeah, offensive but, lineman? But it's a cartoon. They ought to do a real one. They ought to do, like, you know, nasty-looking ones with, like, razor teeth and stuff. Like Be- Bevo, the yeah, Longhorn? They yeah. should have a real pig? Yeah. I kind of like that idea. Fat, uh, you know, puffy. And here's another boy. thing: Commanders is a wussy name. Why didn't they name yeah, them the Commandos? That's, I don't. Commandos get it. is a much better name. That's just my opinion. I don't get it. We welcome yours. I don't know. I don't know. I, none of that stuff means. Oh, sense by the way, the me. Sebastian County Sheriff's Office tweets: We will be mailing out W-2s on January 2nd to everyone who told us how to do our jobs this year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can I bring out one of my uh, one of my favorite? Um, uh, well, it's just one of my favorite jokes. I saw. I was. I, I, I think we may be talking about what life was like like a hundred years ago, and I found yeah. an old thing with a couple things on it. While I was doing that, I found something that I that uh, has as many. I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm just over here. Okay, thank you. Uh, of a guy, uh, kind of a helpful hint that. Uh, 
uh, guy found out that his, uh, this guy's wife found out that their dog, a schnauzer, could, could barely hear. So she took uh, the dog to the veterinary, and the vet found that the problem was that there was too much hair in the dog's ears. And so the vet cleaned both the ears, and the dog could hear them pretty well. But he said, you know, uh, if you want to keep this from happening again, you really should go to the store and get some of that nair that hair remover the ladies use in their legs and so forth, and rub it in the dog's ears just once a month or something, and that will stop the hair from growing too long. You won't have the problem. She says, that's great. So her name was Andrea. She goes to the store, and she bought some Nair hair remover. At the register, the pharmacist told her, well, you know, if you're going to use this under your arms, don't use deodorant for about three or four days. And she said, oh, no, I'm not going to use it under my arm. She said, oh, well, remember, if you're using it, if it's the first time for you, if you're using it on your legs, don't use body lotion for maybe two or three days afterwards. And she said, oh, I, I'm, I'm not using it on my legs either. If you must know, I'm using it on my schnauzer. The pharmacist says, well, in that case, I wouldn't ride a bike for about a week. <laughs> German was <laughs> On that note, yes. Daryl says, yeah. you're, okay, <laughs> planets are big, right? Planets, planets are big. Are big, yeah. Did you know you yeah. could fit 63 Earths inside Uranus? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it feels like it. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. There is a town Dude. in Massachusetts yeah. named Sandwich. You've ever I know that. Yeah, it's, yeah. There are literally police cars labeled sandwich police. <laughs> oh, no, it's the sandwich police. <laughs> God bless Jesus, the sandwich police. I think I got arrested here once when I was a kid going to the Cape. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. <laughs> Chloe says, I never thought of it this way. You know New Year's resolutions? Yeah. There are literally no rules saying that your New Year's resolutions cannot be for evil. That's true. I resolved to, to run over a pedestrian. This way, I will not get caught killing someone. <laughs> or getting that running that red light again. When I was I uh, be more careful. <laughs> when I was driving in today, uh, I was I thought of a joke about time traveling. Yeah. I was going to tell you guys. Yeah. But you didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> very funny. Thank you. <laughs> I decided that for January first, I'll only be watching videos in 1080p or higher. It's my New Year's resolution. Yes. <laughs> 1080p, get it? Tell Mike that joke. He'll love that. Engineer joke. Engineer joke. <laughs> What's the joke? All right, you weren't listening. Uh, on January 1st, I'm only going to watch videos in 1080p or higher. It's my New Year's resolution. Oh, Jesus. The resolution of the <laughs> resolution. 1080 or Mike higher. Mike will love that. Yeah, he will. <laughs> what did the judge say to the dentist? What did the judge say to the dentist? Do you swear to pull the tooth, the whole tooth, and nothing but the tooth? <laughs> Kitty, he's in my bag again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sounds painful. Funny tweet that just came across. Yes, uh, our almost three-year-old daughter found our Ouija board and is using it to practice her numbers and ABCs. Oh, get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. we, we did that two or three weeks ago. Yeah, that's all right. His responses were kind of funny to it. Just yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah. You know? uh, Iraq veteran 8888 says, In the South, we work hard for what we have, and we are also willing to kill for the people we love. So before you decide to move here and bring your bullshit with you, do yourselves a favor and fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of language, have you heard the soundbite of, of the hideous Cardi B no. making the rounds lately? You all, Flounder, you Play want to it. get that? It's got some bad words, although I think they beat most of it. Although, well, I don't think they beat all I of it. Uh, and again, the reason I thought it was amusing, 
that's making the rounds is because, don't forget, uh, it wasn't long ago when every leftist woke person in the world was complaining about the song uh, Baby It's Cold Outside because they wanted to seduce the girl and how this was so rapist and hideous and scumbaggly. And yet they all voted for the number one song in America at the time was uh, WAP which was the disgusting, uh, hideous thing by Cardi B. Well, here's here's now the new American heroine of the left, apparently, that they love her stuff, but God forbid you try to seduce a girl. Uh, here's Cardi B talking about how even she uh, somehow is aware of inflation in America today. Tell something. When I be complaining about food prices, and y'all motherfuckers be like, ain't you rich? Why you complaining about lettuce? Why you complaining about this? That just goes to show me when you be, when you become successful when you have money you're gonna fucking you're gonna go broke soon because y'all not budgeting i get a summary of the money that's being spent in my home every week so when i'm starting to see they're like groceries is like tripling up it's like hey yo what the fuck is going on i want to see for myself what the fuck shit is being spent on and like when i go to the fucking supermarket like i went to the supermarket i'm seeing that everything tripled up that like lettuce was like two dollars a couple of months ago and now it's like fucking seven of course i'm gonna say something the fuck? Because if I think that shit is crazy, I could only imagine what middle class people or people in the hood is motherfucking thinking. So yes, I'm going to say something. The fuck? And I have a big platform, so I do want anybody that's responsible of these fucking prices to put that shit the fuck down. They go... <laughs> Well, she, well, she, she's a hair. She's fine, but the left. If I, this woman is now a leader of the leftist movement. She came out two years ago talking about the taxes, and they all yelled at her. So she kind of got yeah. quiet. Yeah. But she, she put. Out, she's going to be Republican in five years. Well, it, I mean, it, this is amazing. Uh, what's going on right now is and absolutely smart for amazing. her that she's paying attention to her her budget. What, Good for what her, her entourage is spending yeah. of her money. Yeah. Yeah. I look at what my entourage is spending every week. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. None of them do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect example is remember MC Hammer how much money that guy made he blew, it, he blew everything yeah Wow. Um, and speaking of uh, being watchful things uh, you were uh, telling me a story about a woman doctor a who woman doctor is yes. so woke speaking of woke yeah she put out and Joe Rogan talked about it. he says this is just insanity that someone would say something like this Dr. Natalia that's her name. Yeah. Doesn't say where she's from. I will never regret the vaccine, even if it turns out I injected actual poison and have only days to live. My heart is and was in the right place. I got vaccinated out of love, while anti-vaxxers did everything out of hate. Mm. Yeah, where we lived. Mm. If I have to die because of my love for the world, then so be it. But I will never regret or apologize for it. So Dr. Eli David wrote back, okay, evidence-based medicine is out. Love-based medicine is yeah. in. Again, they don't. I mean, they they, they aren't hearing what they're saying. They, they were, uh, Joe Morgan says you 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 would not regret injecting poison when you were lied to. That's not true. Come on, lady. It's like you know. It's again. It's from the very beginning when they said, "Well, gee, gee great idea. Let's defund the police." And no one said, "What? What are you talking about?" I mean, it was just these things are so obvious. I mean, look, looking back, some historian is going to have to say, what were they thinking? I mean, oh. how could they have even started down that road? Our leaders. They're going to look at our leaders Jesus. and go. <laughs> I thought, 
There was a Republican Party that, that stood for something. Well, thank God they are now. I hope they don't care. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm well, they're going to have to at some point. Somebody's got to give. And either either that or a Democrat's going to be in there. Or he's uh, either either that or McCarthy's going to have to agree to something so powerful that he basically does what this group wants. Fix they, the that border. They, that they are convinced. Yeah, fix no nothing to Ukraine until the border's done. Get rid of the eighty-seven thousand. Uh, block the one point seven. Get rid of all that woke crap that's in there. And I mean, just start. Over. Just go back to the. the I'm surprised he hasn't started talking to Democrats. Huh? They <laughs> <I'm> have. <laughs> well, and again, even if they pass something in Congress, the, the Senate's still going to kill it, thanks to Georgia. Two Democrats from Georgia. Jesus God. I mean, come on. Anyway, Joe sorry. Rogan. Yeah. Saw this whining. He wants everybody to quit whining. And he puts in perspective. For a small amount of perspective at this moment, imagine you're born in 1900. When you were 14, World War I starts. It ends on your 18th birthday, 22 million people dead. Later in that year, the Spanish flu epidemic hits and runs until you are 20. 50 million people die in two years. When you're 29, the Great Depression starts. Unemployment is 25%. That runs until you're 33. The country nearly collapses along with the world economy. When you turn 39, World War II starts. You aren't even over the hill yet. When you're 41, the U.S. is fully pulled into the war. Between your 39th and 45th birthday, 75 million people die in the war, and the Holocaust kills, what he says, 12 million. At 52, the Korean War starts, and 5 million more perish. At 64, the Vietnam War begins, and it doesn't end for many years. 4 million die in that conflict. Approaching your 62nd birthday, you have the Cuban Missile Crisis, a tipping point in the Cold War. Life on our planet as we know it could have ended. Great leaders prevented that from happening. As you turn 75, the Vietnam War finally ends. Think of everyone on the planet born in 1900. How do you survive all of that? A kid in 1985 didn't think their 85-year-old grandparent understood how hard school was. Mm -hmm. Yet those grandparents and now great-grandparents survived through everything listed above. Perspective is amazing. A hundred years ago, 6% of all Americans had graduated from high school. Two out of ten adults could not read or write. Crossword puzzles, canned beer, and iced tea had not been invented. The population of Las Vegas was 30. 18% of households a hundred years ago in America had at least one full-time servant or domestic helper. A hundred years ago, a hundred and a few years ago, the life expectancy was 47 for men. Fuel for automobiles was sold only in drugstores. 14% of homes had a bathtub. 8% of homes had a telephone 100 years ago. Uh, the maximum speed limit in most cities was 10. The average wage in America in 1910 was 22 cents an hour. Uh, a dentist made $2,500 a year. Uh, 90% of all doctors had no college education a hundred years ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Women washed their hair once a month and used either borax or egg yolks for shampoo. Borax. Canada, a hundred years ago, passed a law that prohibited poor people from entering their country for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Back the and the, the, the five leading causes of death in America in 1919 were pneumonia and influenza, tuberculosis, diarrhea, number three, four, heart disease, and five, stroke. 100 years ago, and a few. 
Why does it take so long for a Polish boy, a baby to be born? They have to find a mother? <laughs> I don't know what. It's looking for a flashlight. <laughs> I love Polish women. That's not nice. Why did the Polish man lose his job as the elevator operator? Well, I don't know. He couldn't learn the route. The route, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> you hear about the new Polish invention? Uh, uh, no. A solar-powered flashlight. <laughs> a solar-powered flashlight. Uh, uh, why did the boy drop his ice cream? I don't know. Because he was hit by a bus. Roses are red, violets are blue. I have a gun, get in the van. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I think you did that one. Uh, an Irishman walks out of a bar. <laughs> See, these are anti jokes. Um, what's red and smells like blue paint? <laughs> red paint? <laughs> get your bad taste ready. <laughs> Wait a minute, I got more. I've been ready for like half an hour. <laughs> a, a, a dyslexic man walks into a bra. Uh, knock, knock. <laughs> knock, knock. Oh, who's there? Two. Two. To who? To whom? Oh, you bastard. <laughs> that is perfect for you, you bastard. Wait a minute, I got one more. Grammar Nazi. Uh, oh, I got one more. Oh, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Dave. Dave who? Dave proceeds to break into tears as his grandmother's Alzheimer's has progressed to the point where she can no longer remember his name. <laughs> And last one. Oh, please. What's sad about four black people in a Cadillac going over a cliff? Uh, uh, I don't know if you should finish. They were my friends. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> See? All right, we're at November 30th. See? See? Hey, wait a minute, I got a couple of history I gotta, things. I got to trust you. All right. Well, all right. One, you get one. Uh, oh, oh, all right. Unless they're short. Oh, I get, well. Flounder's ready to fall asleep over there. Uh, 1973, George Steinbrenner bought the Yankees for $12 million. Yeah. Today, $6 billion. $6 billion. Holy smokes. Uh, Henry Bradley in, in 1871 patented oleo margarine. Have you even heard of oleo, Flounder? Flounder? No. Never heard of the name oleo? Have you? Well, that was big when we oh, were Oh, that was kids. it. That was, you either had butter or oleo. That was yeah. it. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, 1496, Leonardo da Vinci wrote in his notebooks he had tested his flying machine, but it didn't work and he wouldn't try it again for many years. Uh, uh, what's see. red? What's red and bad for your teeth, according to Scott? Uh, I don't know. A brick. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> 1969. Holy Yoko, Batman. The new album by John Lennon called Two Virgins, featuring Lennon and Yoko on the cover nude, <coughs> were confiscated at the airport in Newark, New Jersey, and Vice Squad coppers raided a Chicago record store, shut it down for displaying pornography. Yeah. And if you remember seeing the picture, it's it was ugly. fairly disgusting. It's ugly. I mean, hideously disgusting. Yes, it was. Oh, anyway. Is it time? Yeah. Do it every day. Okay, it's the man and the guy. Gotcha. Are you the man or the guy? I'll be the guy. Man and the, the guy. Man and the guy. Okay, <clears throat> I'll do the narration. You got to do the here. narration. Man walks up on a guy laying on the ground. All right. Hey, what happened? I fell down. I can see that. How come? I bought these shoes for my drug dealer. You bought shoes from your drug dealer? Yeah. Don't know what he laced with them, but I've been tripping all day. Don't know what he laced them with. Laced them with. Tripping, all, tripping all, right. all day. Let's, lacing and tripping. Let's do it. the next one here. Maybe Girl and a guy. A yeah. Sober Close. people might not get that one. <laughs> yeah. I get this one? You should read it the way it's written. But anyway. <laughs> girl and a guy. You got that one? Yes. All right. You're the girl or the guy? Uh, the guy. All right. I had a dream I was floating in a vast ocean of orange soda. <laughs> Sounds fun. Yeah, but it was just a fantasy. Oh, God. Fantasy. 
That's the A. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Is that a good one? Should we stop or one more? One more. Uh, one, one more. Take a it's chance. A, it's a cop and me. Which one? I'll be the cop. All right. <clears throat> Do you know how fast you were going? I kind of feel like that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Three's a charm. Oh God, I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try that one. Yeah, try that one. <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> kind of feel like that's your job. <laughs> uh, or the my other one of the favorite students, the guy answers the phone and the girlfriend says, "What are you doing?" And he says, "Well, I guess I'm probably failing my driving test." <laughs> anyway, boys, have a great weekend. And uh, again, Urah, God bless you. Thank you, America. And the world, Finland, Holland, Sweden, and all over the place. God bless America. Urah, gotta go here killing me. Hot herp and poo. Love. Exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you and love, life's sweetest reward, let it flow, it floats back to you. Something for everyone Set a course for adventure Your mind on a new road And love Won't hurt anymore It's an open smile On a friendly shore It's love The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. 
This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.